Hey everybody, what's going on? You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski and thank you for joining me. This is episode 25, 25, with Cody Sedler and Mark Schulte. Mark, you have probably heard on earlier podcasts, um, I usually do one with him after each event, and uh, this is Cody's first time. Popped his little uh, podcast cherry on on the on the with Mark, so it was cool. Um, having him sit down and seeing everybody's point of view. Um, you know, Cody's played for a long time, and he he kind of took a hiatus there, but uh, I think he's slowly but surely getting into it. And he just attended this last NXL event in Chicago, and uh, I wanted to get his thoughts on what he thought about the new you know venue events. Um, you know, all that stuff. So it was cool to have him on. But uh, before we get into the podcast itself, a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Dr. Paintball, where if you head over to drpaintball.com, there is still an M2 giveaway happening. And if you go to the website, you will find all the information on how to enter to win that die M2. Uh, also, he is huge on helping the paintball community out. He has a, a little blog set up with videos and and some uh, some articles, but he also finances uh, all the equipment that you can think of, you know, that any other store has. He can help you get the marker of your dreams by financing, helping you, you know, afford those fifteen hundred dollar markers, <laughs> which uh, you know, which we all love to shoot. So uh, he can help you do that. Just head over to Doctor Paintball. Com. We are also sponsored by Charm City Paintball, where he is making all kinds of nasty headgear. Uh, any, anything from headbands to head wraps. He has, uh, he has a head wrap where it ties in the back, where Velcro's in the back. He can make custom stuff for you. Uh, he actually just made Mark uh, Schulte a black Gucci tie back black head wrap. It was it's pretty slick uh, looking. So um, he also provides a lot of aftershock with some pretty cool headgear. So uh, make sure you check out his Facebook, Charm City Paintball. He is also responsible for making the pack bands that I have out and available. So if you are interested in those, uh, just hit me up on the social media. So thank you to Charm City Paintball. We are also brought to you by Carbon. And they have, uh, an, I don't know if you saw it or not, but they have a new pod where it actually changes color as the temp rises on the pod. So you know what pods, uh, you know, what paint's heating up and you can change those out, uh, you know, as need be. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. They have the SC line still, but there is a new CC line that is out. And that's a little bit more affordable for everybody, but the same high quality and, uh, and it's it's awesome. It's over at carbonpaintball.com. Make sure you check it out. There's all kinds of stuff coming soon, also. So um, you know, and if any teams are out there and they're interested in getting sponsored by Carbon, hit me up. Carl at carbonpaintball.com is my email address, and uh, we can talk to you about future sponsorships next year. I know it's still mid-season, but hook me up or hit me up. If, uh, if any of you guys are interested. So thank you to Carbon Paintball. Uh, oh, also with Carbon, there is a 10% discount if you use the promo code capital T-P-O-P for The Playing On Podcast uh, at Carbon Paintball. And uh, if you type that in, you can 10% off your entire order. So 
thank you to Carbon. And last but not least, we are sponsored by Planet Eclipse, the makers of the LVR. And the newest uh, to the family is the LV1.5, which is uh, a slick little marker that's out. J-Rab from Impact is shooting one. Also, Keith Brown is shooting one. And slowly but surely, I'm going to get more guys out there shooting them. I, I don't I don't want to take full responsibility for them shooting it, but okay, I will. <laughs> but we also have uh, LJ Parrish on Aftershock who is shooting one. It's You have to go out and try one, man. You know, a lot of people are shooting the uh, the spool valves, the, the geos, and everything like that. But, man, if you just step over to the dark side and try an LV-1, I mean, these things are fine-tuned animals out of the box. And, you know, I can't say enough good things about Planet Eclipse. And they make, you know, the best markers on the planet. So, um, you know, give one a try. I promise you won't be disappointed. Obviously, don't try one where if a guy doesn't take care of his gear, obviously it's not going to shoot well. But <laughs> maybe try one where a guy takes care of his stuff. And then, well, you know what? They'll still shoot through anything. So just give them a try. So thank you to Planet Eclipse. But uh, all right, I'm done talking. No more ads. I'm done. Here's the uh, here's episode number 25 with Cody Sedler and Mark Schulte. Enjoy. And we begin. And we're on. R for recording. What's up, boys? Howdy, howdy. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited. I am too, man. This is the first uh, threesome podcast I've ever had. <laughs> I think you put podcasts in there. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm stoked to have guys on, man. I, uh, I've i had a couple with Mark. Yep. And now my Cody. first with you. Yep. Yeah. First one of many, maybe. Unless I shit the bed here and then I won't be invited back. <laughs> yeah, it's don't. I don't want to clean up anything. Okay. I'll try my best. No promises. So, yeah. So, um, uh, we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, not to make it a fucking radio show or anything on here. But I uh, just you know, want to go over a few things. We're going to talk about the Chicago event. Um, that myself and Mark played in, but Cody was uh, visited. That's the first time yep. you've been to an event in a while, wasn't it? Yeah, first one since Chicago of '06. So yeah, I mean, just it's been a little, yeah, a little just bit. a little bit. Um, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about uh, your experience there. What you think of the new, um, you know, how the NXL is doing? Okay. And uh, the venue. We're gonna talk about some uh, some new gear that's coming out. Carbon, uh, that new die marker, the DSR, the new shocker marker. Um, and we're also going to talk about the NXL buying the millennium and what y'all's thoughts are on that. And, uh, and then a few other things. So, and then wherever the, you know, the conversation goes. Yeah. Sounds good. Because I'm sure it's going to get interesting as we crack these PBRs. Established in Milwaukee, 1844. Oh, tall boys. Mm. I was just in Milwaukee this weekend. Golf and wedding. Yeah. And you know what I didn't have? PBR. It's a shame. It's a real shame. I had a lot of lemon drop martinis at a really good place called Eddie Martinis, though. Huh. If you're gonna have martini in the name, you better have good martinis. See, I would do that. I wouldn't even serve them. <laughs> you serve pizza? Yeah. Pretty much. Eddie's Martinis, best pizza in town. Pizza yep. and Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby. Yep. <laughs> what do you serve at Eddie Martinis? Pizza, Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Don't like it? Stay home. Yep. I always thought about that, like. How, what makes a pizza, like, better than any other pizza? Is it the sauce? The sauce. Is it the cheese? The cheese. The toppings? I think it's uh, the latter. A little bit of all of it. Yeah. 
I had that Chicago style pizza for the first time in Chicago. Yeah, we went to Giordano's. Yeah, Giordano's. I didn't care for it. No, too much going on. It's like a chain now, though. I mean, that is like the original. Like everybody says, but it, I know yeah. it's all, they're, they're all over the place. They're all over in Ohio and everything. We went to a place. What was that? Frankie's Tour of Italy or something. something. Like that. Yeah. And we had a pizza. It was really good. Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like I don't think, I don't think I'd be able to, like, even eat three of them on my. It's just too, yeah, it's too filling right away. And like I don't know the toppings being in the middle, they're not like crispy. Mm-hmm. I like my. My toppings, Chris. I'm like a thin Everybody crust. Everybody in Chicago is like, shut up, dude. Pizza's Pretty so, much. Ooh, so fucking good. That's right. from Ohio. Well, we found the best place close to the event. Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Have you ever heard of uh, Jersey Mike's? No. Fantastic. I mean, I love Jim- I love me some Jimmy John's. Jersey it's like, Mike's. It's like Jimmy John's or Subway or any of those places like on steroids. They have this rosemary bread. Oh, my God. Have you had yes. Big Apple Deli? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It... On the same level, it's yeah, for it sure. Like good. they do the same thing. They pull out the full chunks of meat mm-hmm. and slice it right in front of you. It's un saran wrap them and yeah. It's basically it. like mm-hmm. a chain version of the Big Apple Deli. It's, it's high praise because Big Apple's Big Apple good. is yeah. very yeah. delicious, and nobody knows what that is unless they're cool and from Fire Korea. Island. Fire Island, Capicola, large, extra pepper pastrami, cheese, son gone. of a gun. <laughs> Put it in my belly. Mm. Put it in my belly. And then you get the chili, but you can only get like two spoonfuls in the medium of their hot chili otherwise it's too hot to eat <laughs> i don't know they serve chili yeah they got good she had really good chili it's got mushrooms in it which is really awkward but huh, really yeah i'm in like well nothing would be different if it wasn't different you know what i'm getting a vibe right now is we're all hungry because we're this is a <laughs> yeah the playing on paintball podcast yeah and we're talking about food that's all right. I just want you guys to get in a deep conversation so I can get up and get my second beer. <laughs> Go ahead, grab it, man. <laughs> in walking distance. We're ready. It's all good. NXL Chicago. So, yeah, um, let's start off with uh, with who we have. Cody. Hi. Sedler. Yep. This is, uh, you're one of the dudes I grew up playing with. True. And um, I haven't played with you in a really long time. Nope. And you said you're getting shot. I, I was, you know, I, I wanted to get better. That's all right. So, sucks, man. I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too. I, I haven't actually the, hung out with you in a long time too. I miss the game. I know. Especially going to Chicago. It made me, well, it's not so much going to Chicago, but watching 10-man just really makes me want to play, like, really bad. Because, like, the pro level, like, the pro NXL, you, you've watched some of those games, right? Oh, yeah. There. yeah. See, like, that level, obviously, it, it, it always you know gains experience and the the game itself changes but it's always the top level players right so it's almost not right i don't want to say the same thing but you know what i'm talking about yeah but the the 10 man side of it it was it looks so it was so much fun right well we can't i don't know it's like we have our roots here and it's like i don't know when, when once you stop like playing with your friends and you just like hop on teams to play with i feel like it loses its luster mm-hmm. so I mean, watching the pro players is sweet, but it's like, I don't know. I like a little bit more time to move in between my bunkers. It's <laughs> like, I'd rather just sit there and have a good time with people I grew up with playing yeah. than actually try to be, like, super competitive. Yeah, I mean, there's that there's that point, and I don't know where it was for you, um, where you, you you take it serious enough to to be competitive, but you don't take it too serious enough to, like, want to go to the next level. Kind right, of thing. yep. It was probably our last tournament, which was like that local. Tim and effect? No, 
No, when I uh, I never played for Tittman. I thought you did. Nope. I was friends with Drew and Josh and all those guys when they did. Yeah. And it probably would have been and easy me. enough to like jump on, but You're I don't know. Friends with me too. Yeah, but they got on. They were like the last oh, part like of the last it rendition before of... it went to what is it swapped over to like those kids from New York. Uh, buddy's team. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Rhythm. Yeah, rhythm. Yep. Rhythm. Oh. Rhythm. Those kids are super cool. That was the last event I was at. Is like the first one they came out at. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were cool kids, but yeah, it was just I don't know. Probably our last tournament. It was like 2007, and it was at uh, TC Toledo. I actually have video of it. You were there. That was the first time I ever met Mark. And I still have. You were doing commentary on the video, and it was funny. But it it was like that. <laughs> he was, was doing commentary on the well, video. Farkas was videotaping. I, I thought I was refing. No, you were just hanging out on the sidelines. I refed one of those tournaments there. But it's like, we had a big party at Hawkins House, like the night before, and then we went there, like we roll in super late, and we're in Hawkins Explorer, and we're just playing like, just ludicrous songs, and like- Like, dan- like literally like, ludicrous, like, no, or like crazy songs? ridiculous songs. songs. Oh, ridiculous it was, songs. It was probably like, uh, like Pop, Lock, and Drop It remix, or just something weird. The good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Miss New Booty. <laughs> but we just roll in there, and like dancing all weird, and- I don't know, just being fools, and but right. everybody was there. It was like all of our friends. None of them were playing. We had a single five-man line in, but we rolled in there like 15 deep and just had a blast, you know? Because yeah. the whole time you're playing, I mean, you're being serious on the field, but you can hear them just talking shit to you from the sidelines, <laughs> just making fun of you the whole yeah. time. But, I mean, that's what paintball was really for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's we, ten man. That's that's ten man yeah, now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, dude. That first, the first game we watched, it was like, I don't know. It just started, and you see everybody running, and all the guns up off the break, and it's like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just missed it right then. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's like when I first got asked to play because I never really played ten man competitively. Right. Um, at least when I first started playing paintball, well, it fizzled out because that's right when the NX or yeah, the X-ball yeah, was original NXL off. started right. taking off, and um. I never really got to play in the woods, really, and then that also that's when Ten Man fell off. So I kind of got thrown into that whole tournament yeah. scene. So when I got uh, asked to play, it's like, of course, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to play Ten Man. Mm-hmm. I've unfortunately, but fortunately, been able to play Ten Man at most of the events because I obviously I want to be playing, right? You know, on the uh, pro field on Sunday, but um, but Ten Man's a blast, dude. I it's it's hard to explain. It feels like old Seven Man to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then when they make the layouts right, that's the big thing. Like that layout was awesome. Like it was made. Oh yeah, it was, it was made to gunfight, and yeah. the, you know it was it was awesome. I mean, like the, like one of the one. I mean, there was a lot of games that went to time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah ten, for sure. ten minute games just yeah. drawn out because they were so hard to close. On the even up a couple bodies, it was hard to close. Dude, we watched this game, and it was like a one on five. Well, it might have been, been like a two on five or a two on six, <clears throat> but. So we're watching a guy in the Dorito, one of the two left on this team. Mm-hmm. And I see, like, his opposite side back bunker get shot. So, like, snake side, probably back of the snake side corner, that dude gets shot. And this dude watches him walk off in the Dorito, and he just screams like he's talking to three guys on his team. Mm-hmm. And everybody, well, I was there with, you know, a lot of people that didn't really know the game, and they were talking to me. They are like, what's going on? Like, he doesn't have anybody left. I'm like, I think it's all... Just strategy. Mm-hmm. That was the Air Assault 3 line. He's, for sure. He was over. No, he was it was a dude by, in a green jersey. That's Air Assault oh, 3. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. He was by himself on the Dorito side, yelled, like he was the yelling to his coolest, teammate. They were all confused. Dude, the coolest thing I've ever yeah. seen, though. Because it worked. It mm-hmm. came down to like a two-on-one. Like he, 
the other guys were like creeping up, looking like snakeside and looking at like home they and stuff. He was trying to figure out where trying the bodies to figure out, were. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, I believed him, and I'm watching it. Like, <laughs> yeah, there like, is you know no what's body. Going on. Yeah, there yeah. is no bodies left. But I'm like, Jesus. And the trick with that, we were even talking about it in the pits, was that he was still calling the guy's name. Yeah. So he was like, Jake, yep. Zulu, yep. D3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, so they're like, for sure, think he's talking oh, yeah. to somebody. I wish I could have had like a video of it because these people are like. The people on the opposing team are just, like, creeping up. And you could tell they're, like, looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> do you like, think he hilarious. really knew that? Genuinely, I do. Yeah. Because. Oh, yeah, he knew he was out for sure. Yeah. And that game, he should have won that game because the guy that rang the buzzer, he shot. Legit, and the ref signaled him out, which I thought he signaled yes. him out yep. for okay, being out of yeah, bounds. It was, it was the exact same game. But then the ref said that he wasn't out of bounds. He shot the guy, and then they let the guy hit the buzzer and get the point yeah it was super what? weird it yeah. was weird oh because you watch the dude he's running down the and the ref signaled him the ref out. goes like this puts her hand on her head it was yeah. one of the i think it was one of the or yeah. one of the other guys puts her hand on her head points at him and you are out when signaled out so the right, dude that's the just talking to all the invisible players on his team turns back and starts like gunfighting with either the Another last guy. dude the last dude i think i, I think, think it, it should have been the a last long guy mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it was i mean the, the whole stands by me just flipped out and yeah. the whole time my wife's like why is everybody so mad i'm like because the ref and i'm like <laughs> trying to talk to her but it like made me mad yeah. because i felt bad because you see the dude look over there the guy that's yelling out all the names and you see the ref you know put hand on head point at the player mm-hmm. so he turns well i think that's the dude that ended up shooting him or he yeah, hit the buzzer like, he yeah. hit the buzzer and shot him i think at like the same time so this brings up a good point like you know, we're always in paintball. We're always trying to find some way for someone like your wife or somebody who hasn't really seen the game very much. Right. How do we make them understand on the spot? Yeah. Right. So that they, without playing the game, how do we make them understand on the spot? And I think that's the most difficult part mm-hmm. about filming paintball, explaining paintball. Like you literally have to play it in order to kind of know what's going on. Otherwise, you're going to get what happened where you know what was going on right. because you've you've you assume you know what's going on because you've probably been in that situation maybe once or twice yeah. or something or or you know what's going through the guy's head right but someone like your wife or your your cousins or who who are you there with your um, um it was my wife uh my good friend jim and then my brother his two sons that's yeah and my other nephew so they they have no idea they have no idea yeah they, i brought them i was like the weather looks great i got this cabin for 90 bucks it sleeps eight mm. i was like let's do it and wholeheartedly i wanted my brother to be like yeah let's do it you know but yeah. i i didn't know because the kids are starting school and it's just a lot because i pitched it to him at like the sunday before or like tuesday before or something like that oh so really he didn't have it's much like last time. minute yeah but i, I kind of like sold it you know i was like man it'd be really cool to take the boys down there and you know their first and i'll let them meet my buddy carl yeah and he was like yeah i'm in let's do it nice so i was like sweet so i went home right then and I booked that hotel. I wanted to get that little cabin to make sure just to lock it in. Mm-hmm. But dude, I locked it in, and then none of the other cabins filled up, and it was literally a half mile from the venue. Huh. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but I don't know. I it was a blast. It was they a all had time. a good time. Though? Oh, dude, yeah. It's a different world. I mean, it's, oh for sure. And I I think that's what that's what's hard for people to understand is like whenever I tell somebody that I you know I play paintball or play professional paintball or whatever they don't really know or can really take in what it really is until you go to an event like that right. and really see what it's all about. Yep. 
hands it's, down. I it's agree. so great. I feel like when you're there, like it's I don't know. It's like for that like what three days? Like what? I mean, we went over there Friday morning, but like mm-hmm. for those time, it's like for that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like you're with like a different group of friends that you see five times a year. But it's like you know everybody. You see all these people. Everyone's yeah. saying hi. Everyone's friendly. Like yeah, there's great competition, and you know shit gets heated on the field and whatnot. But mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's a great like brotherhood. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean predominantly. I mean, there's a few women that play, but it's like it's one of those things. that's just so cool to be there and fun to be around all your friends. Oh yeah, you know, it's and like nothing some else. of it dates way mm-hmm. back. Yeah, you know, for we sure. were talking about that today. Like it's like there's lifelong friends that you can date back 15 years. Now yeah. for me, yeah. Well, there's a lot of friends that I hang out with now. I mean, take you guys for example. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for paintball, for sure. you know, I wouldn't yep. know you guys. Dude, if it wasn't for paintball, my wedding party would have been half the size. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it was Mike, Steve Casella, Hawka, mm-hmm. Danny. It's like, other than that, it was family. You know, but it's like, I don't know. It's just paintball's a, it's a different animal when it comes to bonds that are made on the field. Because it's like, literally, you do your job behind me, I live. So yeah. it's like. It's a big trust. Oh, big yeah. Trust huge, huge. Well, it's like we were talking about that that thing today, too, of like, um, you know, he was playing behind me in 10-man, and I had no issues of worrying about if I was going to get ran down. And obviously, I feel the same way about yeah. the guys on my team. Um, but and he was like, dude, I was holding it down for you. I was like, I know. Because I, I, I don't think any team in 10-man against us until – besides the games I got shot, but even some of them um, – they didn't. I don't think any of the teams got into Snake One even no. against us. We were man. we were just. I mean, we were making sure I was shooting that way, and then Josh was going to that wedge and just shooting Snake side. And we were. I was. I was just standing in the window, just dominating the Snake yeah. side. I mean, mean, something like that too. That's like we. You know, it's a throw together team. Right. It really is. Besides the aerosol guys themselves, it's really a throw together team. And you know, to be able to trust somebody like that, to yeah. trust a teammate like that is huge in paintball. And right. that's what I've been trying to, to preach to the, uh, the new aftershock guys is like you, I have to believe you mm-hmm. that you are going to do your job yeah. and you have to believe me that I'm going to do my job. Otherwise you're going to feel like you have to do way more than what you have to. Correct. And the same thing goes for me. Yep. But once you find that happy medium, it's like, I mean, we had, I was the only pro on aerosol mm-hmm. and Good. We got yeah, we got third. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm and not it, saying that that's the reason why those other teams won. I'm right. sure it helped. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we all trusted each other, you know. And I think that's slowly what's working for aftershock, or, or what is going to work for aftershock, is that we're slowly, you know, the more and more we play together, the more we're trusting each other. Absolutely. And reps on field. Exactly. Yeah. It's just kind of fun because we're out there play. We basically hop on with Aerosol's semi-pro team. And they're yelling all these bunker calls, and they got all these crazy commands. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, no I'm, not, idea. I'm not following. The you only know. one that Carl's stuck like, was Zulu. Yeah, Zulu, <laughs> which is their their Zulu. Yeah. Carl would be like at the back of the beam, like looking at me. I'm like, I don't know, Carl. This one and that one and the one back there. Mm-hmm. But it's fun because I had like the way I play too is like I. I I try not to put everything on my shoulders, but I feel like it's like when I play, I'm like, dude. All right, it's your responsibility to know what's in front of you yeah. and know what you have to do. Right. And I try not to rely on anybody. I'm trying not to make it sound like I have to go out there and fucking shoot everybody or do, you know. I just put it on my shoulders where I feel like being the front guy, being the closest guy, I should know what's going on and who's in front of me. Yeah. 
you know, just so I can make, hopefully make your job easier or whoever's right. behind me yep. easier and we can work better together instead mm-hmm. of me turning around, asking you the G count, asking you how many guys are left, you know, whatever, like have put some responsibility on myself yeah. to kind of help the game come along a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was doing real good on the strike count. That was, I was in prime position to call the strike count. Yeah. Carl, got, Carl got shot a lot. Yeah. I didn't get shot that much. Well, the one time you you got shot because you thought you were like, I'm, I want to go up the middle. You're getting bored with the snake. So you're going to go up the middle. You try to go all the way to their Zulu, <laughs> which is like they talk about taking too big a bite. Well, that was like three bites. I only bites. got shot once, though. That was like three bites too One paintball, that's all. And then one of the other times was kind of my fault. He like looked at me, and I'm like, Carl, right here in front of me. And like I was pointing. Oh, yeah. And Carl what, went run to the buzzer. All right. Yeah. Carl yeah. went and uh, Carl went and bunkered the wrong bunker. Yeah. <laughs> I got shot. I would have. Uh, yeah. Did you shoot the air though? Oh Dude, I yeah. I shot that air so good. Yeah. Nice. He tore it up. It get was, out air. Get so then out air. So then we put together because everyone was playing these bunkers in the middle, and there was like three wings. We put together this very very simple strategy of like wing like win, what do we call it win one was yeah. was the deep one. Yeah. Win three was the close one, and they're like. <laughs> Where the pit like so we're at the dead box the next point so it's left to right I'm like no one is the far one three is the close one two is always two is that is that hard just use shapes and yardages we finally I was like okay I think we got I think we got it dialed in then we we yeah haven't had too many issues we got it dialed in but it's just like I mean just like anything man you play the field yeah you get you get it down you find the shots of it because I don't even think we walked the field it was fun to watch dude. I was just relaying. I was just yelling, whatever air assault the air assault guy next to me was calling. I can't remember his name, Corey or something. I don't know. Whatever he was yelling, I was just relaying it because I don't know the call their calls, yeah. and I was just keeping track of the strike count because where I was standing, I could watch. We played every point on the same end of the field. That was weird. The entire time, really. Yeah. We never played on the other end of the field. <laughs> we were the that end every single time in the schedule, and so I literally was standing in the on the snake side of the W just hammering away so i was in a perfect spot to call strike counts and bonus ball people it was great do you think do you think the professional paintball is getting too serious but i mean you have to be serious enough at it but i mean when you look at 10 man and you see all the smiles and the joking and the and the good times I'm not yeah. saying, you know but and then you look over and everybody's stern-faced and stoic at the pro field and they have a job and you know some guys are getting paid to do this and everything i mean do you think it's getting to the point where it's too serious and it's just not as fun as something like 10 man i don't know because like i i can see how you would say that watching them on the field and stuff but then you still have like there's still people that are just fun to watch though Mm -hmm. and like you can tell they're out there just like doing what they want to do like having a good time with it yeah and like people that just flip out and just start yelling and stuff like montressor like when they you know win the point or whatever he just loses it and you could tell like it's just passion he's just Mm -hmm. out there passionate about it I don't really think there's a whole – I mean, there's some teams that you watch and you're like, I don't know, they. this is like their job. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you wonder if they still enjoy it or not. But then you go to like – like I took my nephews to all the signings. So mm-hmm. we came – you guys signed, you know, their posters. I think you were – the Outlaws were, we were the outlaws, with yeah. you. And they went to uh, Damage and Damage were just like handing out their – cards like those little playing cards and like mm-hmm. having a good time you know talking to the kids and those stuff. are those are fucking sick dude yeah that's a good I idea i wish they would have that for everybody but yeah like i don't know you might think that but then it's like you go to the signings and stuff and everybody's kind of you know joking with mm-hmm. the kids and like having a good time so 
I guess what I'm saying, I don't want it to get to that point, right? right or yeah. where it's not fun. But I mean, if you want it to pro- progress, it's almost like inevitable. You have to take that next level. I mean, football step was as a player. probably just dudes sitting on their tailgate drinking beer and then putting their leather helmets on and going in there for like a quarter. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> but then it's like now people are making all sorts of money and you have to love it. That's what my thought you, you, yeah. to, you have, no matter what I feel like at any level, you have to love it to want to play it. Cause yep. one, it's not cheap right. for any of the divisional people playing. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not cheap. Then you look at the pro guys. So if you're not paying like whatever, but you still have to love it to dedicate the time to it. Like think about, think about the guy who makes $20 million playing baseball. Like, yeah, that's sweet and all. But you also spend nine months playing every single day. Like I have, yep. a, I have a friend who he did like I don't know. He played four years at the Mets, got traded back to the Mets. Now he's on like a Yankees farm team or something. Mm-hmm. But you have to love it to be to come home October first because they, they never. Well, they did make the playoffs a couple of years, years ago, but to come home to your family and then January first, you're back in Florida at spring like spring right. training. See, but the thing is, like that's what. You know, that's what I was thinking about, too, is like with with professional paintball, like what incentives are there besides being in a sport that you love, doing something that you love to do, getting expenses paid for as far as flights and gear and all that shit. But I like what at what point should we be like, you know what? I mean, these guys are they're dedicating so much time and effort, blood, sweat, tears to this sport. Um, Should there be a kickback for that when you make pro? Should we make it to where guys are getting paid? Or should it just be like, well, you should just be happy that you're playing for free and that's it. And we're going to try and grow the game within. But, you know, what is that incentive besides just loving the game itself and wanting to compete and win at the highest level? Like, right. eventually it's going to get to that point where guys are going to want to get paid and, and and they want that to be their job. Yeah. For me, it's the it's the incentive of it's the incentive of winning. Like, I don't care what I don't care what it costs. You know, like that's the thing. Like if I'm gonna Some play, people do, though. And, and if, if you do, you're playing paintball for the wrong reasons. I think if yeah. you're gonna if you if you're worried about money or you're you're worried about how much you're gonna win, like it's not worth it. We won the MSXL event at Level Up. It only cost. 20- oh, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about how much it was it cost to play. Yeah, you you can't worry about you can't worry about what it costs to play. I feel like because I'm that's why some people don't play it as often because some of it would expensive. because it's expensive. Yeah, but as like I'm saying we. We won the MSXL event at Level Up with a team we kind of throw together with some old school guys and whatnot, and that it cost twenty seven dollars a man with our paint deal. After you won though, after we won first place, right? Yeah, it's they still had to pay twenty seven dollars a guy to have played that tournament. But for me, like I don't care. That's that's a fir- that's a first place. Like I mm-hmm. I play for that. I don't play like like you know in ten man. I want I don't I don't care that Brent gets. 2500 bucks or half entry or whatever yeah. you know 1300 bucks right. or half entry like i'm playing to win like i'm playing for first place you know that that's me i could care and less have about a good the time. money yeah. yeah if i spent 500 dollars my own money but one first place if i spent a thousand dollars my own money and one first place i'm happy yeah. happy as can be but is that like i'm wondering if paintball is going to follow all these other big pro sports or even extreme sports like to where let's say eventually monster gets in red bull GoPro, whatever starts getting in, and and money starts coming into the sport. Does should the money go to the players playing the sport, or are they going to kick it into the league? I think it needs to go to payouts to drive, maybe drive that competitive, that more competitive side on the payouts. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Because I, think about it, you you win twelve thousand dollars for first place. Well, who who won? Impact won in Chicago, right? Yeah. So Bart 
gets a twelve thousand dollar check, he has way more invested than twelve thousand dollars in that yeah. tournament. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Right. Yeah. He lost money, a lot. Like you, I don't know. One of the podcasts, I don't know who you were talking to, but it, you need a million dollar budget to run a. If you wanted to run a pro team and like pay players and travel around and go to Europe and play in the Millennium, like that's seems like that's going to be the thing for sure next year. Well, yeah, and that NXL's brings us to the NXL buying out the Millennium. Um, you know, it, uh, is the millenni- is the Europe Millennium at the Europe NXL? Is that going to be? I don't want to say mandatory for the teams that are playing in the U.S. to go over there to compete as far as point level goes, or is it just going to be the NXL owning the Millennium over there? I think it's just going to be. So the way I read that message that I would assume was put together by Tom Cole because his email was on it. Email me. It says in regards to whatever. Dash Tom Cole. Yeah, yeah. Signature Tom Cole at the bottom. <laughs> Tom Cole. Hashtag Tom Cole's dog. Nice. And uh, I my thought would be if Tom put that together, they are. It basically says they're trying to. They want to unify paintball worldwide into a standardized format, mm-hmm. which is, you know, X ball race two whatever format. However they're going to set it up. And it's all it's all going to be the same. That brings us to: Do you adopt Millennium's M500? Do you go into the middle somewhere? We call it M4 Pod. We joke. M4 Pod. M4 That's Pod. What it should be. Which M4 is great. Pod and a loader. Yeah, you heard That's it here need, first. Dude. M4 Pod. Gonna happen. That's you, all you need. And a loader. And yeah. a loader. Four pods yeah. and a loader. Do you so regulate you, the loader size? No. You yeah. can have the 280, 260, whatever you want. That's 80, you want. 80 more kills. The thing is, dude, four pods is all you need to make a game exciting, to make moves happen. Like, when I heard it was M500, I was excited. I was like, cool, limited paint, perfect. It'd be fun. But I don't know if, if the Millennium went the right direction in limiting it to two pods. Yeah. That's not very much paint. Going from unlimited to two pods is a huge jump. Yeah. And then I heard that. That's why the Millennium was losing money and teams and all this stuff. It's like, because of the two-pod thing? Mm. Well, maybe maybe try, you know, three pods, four pods. I think four pods is going to work great. Uh, we played a 10-man game where all of us, all of us, every single person on the team only had four pods and a loader. Yeah. And that was it. And I heard zero complaints about, like, running out of paint or this issue, that issue. You just got to think about what you're doing. It was, dude, it was great. It because played out played a, like it would any other time. We played a 10-minute game, though, a tie against Distortion, and I shot all 10 pods on my back, plus my loader, plus a sweet, sweet tactical retreat to reload one of my friends. Yeah. But that was also because you had as much pain as you had on you. You would shoot it, right? But if you only had four pods, you would just make maybe a little bit different decisions on that yeah. side because you would only have four pods. So the thing, so. That, was, the thing that was different is... Where I was shooting it was to hold people was to hold two guys specifically. There's ten pods to hold two guys mm-hmm. from getting to the snake. That's all it really was. It was put in two quick lanes. I just switch it back and forth. Those guys are gunfighting with me, shooting a lot of paint, trying to move. I'm not letting them move because I have ten pods on my back. Yeah. It changes a lot though when they can't try to get that dominance either in the same sense by hammering back at me and just rolling out. See, yeah. and I'm just saying maybe four pods start out the pro level. Let the pros. I think you do all or nothing. Try it out. Let it right through. Well, I mean, but the, the pros is also where I was talking to Sarge about this, and he is a big advocate on testing shit out before it goes out, right? So if we're going to go to a different bunker next year, um, I saw that you see the poll that was out. I saw should, that, yeah. There's a poll that was out on whether or not we should keep the W for next year. 
exchange it for something that is uh, the wedges, aren't they? Weren't the wedges? The wedges, right on ten man. They're there. Yeah. Or talk yeah. about kind of experiencing them. Yeah, about. or get rid of the W and just figure out a completely different big bunker and put it in the middle of the field. So uh, there's that poll. I wonder what the results of that were. So here's but. an interesting thing about results that I just saw John Dresser post on Facebook in regards to that. He said, I he didn't he didn't say it, but I saw some statistics that he posted about how most of most like the people on the APPA, like as far as registered players, mm-hmm. have played like one NXL event. Like that's a statistic. Yeah. Whereas you know, as people are trying to say, well, they play four out of five events a year. No bullshit, they don't. And it's like so you're opening this up and letting people vote that have that don't that aren't even involved. I feel like you should only they should take a vote of like 2017 current players. I was wondering who all to, that poll went anybody, out to. anybody. It's on Facebook. It's all I over the place. Anybody? Anybody can can get on it. So here's my thing. In in 2017, it should look at if you played an NXL event, X-Ball, five-man, in 2017, and you should be allowed one vote. It's as simple as that. Like, if how your thoughts. Because just because you're a person that plays at the local field and you think the wall is stupid because right. big, tall guy run to the wall and shoots you through the window. Mm-hmm. This is coming from a big, tall guy. Pretty biased opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think that's a good... I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, for sure. Why? If you, haven't, if you haven't played on it, why it's should same, you get to vote on it? It's, it's like somebody who's thing. never drove a stick shift before. Right. You know, they vote to get rid of them because, you know, they don't know how to drive them. They never drove one before. So It's the millennial anti-theft device. All of these people get... Tiff just told me that. I've never heard the term <laughs> snowflake before. Oh, snowflake no? is a great term. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that before. It's the best. Yeah. Because they think they're unique, like a snowflake. Every snowflake is unique, but if you... It's gone. Hurt, you hurt its feelings and... So I use it all the time. I say snowflake all the man. time. Times but in the in the sense of the voting and things, I saw on Facebook today there was a on one of the paintball pages that I'm on. Somebody asked about Shocker RSX versus the XLS, which I know is something we're going to talk about. Tons of votes. It shoots smoother. It shoots quieter. It shoots more efficient. It's I wouldn't waste my money and get it. Blah blah blah. There was a bunch of it. Is tons, it cheaper? Tons. No, it's so more expensive. It's more expensive than, than the, the RSX. Shocker. Yeah, and. Tons of opinions on here, blah, blah, blah. All these opinions blown it up everywhere. Russell Jackson chimes in, works for Shocker, DLX, whatever. He chimes in and he goes, surprising all these responses, blah, blah, blah. I didn't read it all. But basically he got to the gist of, there's only 400 of these on the market worldwide. Right. So did all, everybody and their brother must have found one to shoot already. Yeah. yeah. And they came out two weeks ago. Not even. A week and a half ago. And it's like, all these people are just like, yeah, it shoots so much smoother. Feels so much better in my hands. You may have held it at the event. It's you know, it's you can't. It's biased. You just can't believe everything you read on the internet. Right. Abraham Lincoln. What? <laughs> You're crazy. Personal preference. Yeah. Speaking of new markers, that uh, die has a DSR out. The DSR is so out. Is that mechanical or is that like just a mid-range? It's like a. Electronic my market. understanding is it's a. It's the like an upper, upper mid-range. Not necessarily like so. They like the M2 Moss Air is the high end. And then it's like an upper mid-range. It's not really... I was assuming it was going to be more in the price point probably of like the G-Tech. Like, yeah, the 160 See, the 160R is like there. It's a little more than that. I think it's like M, like $899 retail, they're saying. But uh, a lot of really nice technology. Really low pressure, operating pressure. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got to shoot it yet. Probably, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks. It is shoot. crazy though. Like thinking back like... In our day, like when the when the ego first came out and yeah, all that dude, shit, you it's, brought it to Future Ball, <laughs> and we all held it, and it was just mind-boggling. Yeah, like how is this thing so light? 
And that was the Eagle 5. And at the time, it was a brick. If you had that today and took it to next to the LBR, wherever it is, I'm sure it's down here, it, ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. so different. You hand it to some little kid now and you tip over with it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and the thing is, you'd, you'd sit back there, maybe not in 05 when that ego came out, but be like, 08. Oh, 09. I, I stopped playing in 09, like when the Lux came out. Holy yeah. shit. You know, you had the Geo. Like, How, yeah. the, the Geo era has actually just passed me. Like, it wasn't out when I quit playing. I played Chicago of 09. And well, like it was the 09, Lux. the Geo, wasn't it? Uh, must yeah, been I World so. Cup, probably. Because yeah. I was on Infamous when they first had me prototype it or test it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and had the brown, brown one. Oh, yeah. dude. I think shot nasty. But it's one of those yeah. things. How many th- How many times have you said... I don't know if Eclipse knew that I hadn't kept that. No, I think they did. Because Infamous wanted me to get a uh, an Infamous labeled or an Infamous uh, marker or whatever. And I was like, mm. can I keep the... Because pro- it didn't have a serial number. It didn't have anything. It no. was like a fucking straight... That's sweet. I wish I still had that one, actually. But my thoughts, like, my point was, like, what... Let's keep interrupting, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how many... Okay, listen. Listen here. Listen here, kids. All right. How many How many times have you said, how could you make this better? In in regards to anything. Right. Like, yeah. you can think about technology. Like underwear. With, like, phones. I mean, underwear is pretty straightforward. Like, I feel. Ish. Like, hmm. ball cap. Can't really do a whole lot with that. But, like, phones. <laughs> think about Think about when the first iPhone came out and people were like, oh, this is awesome. How could they make it better? Right. And now look, we got iPhone X's coming out that don't even need passcodes because they read your face. Think about when the first cell phone came out that didn't require yeah. a briefcase to carry it. Yeah. And that it's was like, probably wow. like the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah, the Star Tag it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. That reminds me of like the old school impulse and shocker yep. back Jesus. then. Jesus. That thing was yeah. as tall as I was. Dude, impulses were tall. Voluntarily people made them that tall. Yeah. Like they would have the drop forward. And then you'd have the gun, and then, and then, you, then you have the loader with like the feed neck that was like, yeah. And then you had four egg, inches tall. Egg two on top of it. Yeah, people would be like, "Can I get the extra high rise feed neck?" It's like, why do you want to do that? It doesn't make any sense. Like your so, head's yeah. here, yeah. And the fucking top of the loader. You're playing right here. the can, and it's just it does, like your it hoppers does, above yeah. the can. Mine does that anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then you got guys who switch over to the warp feed with the halo. Oh yeah. And then now it's how just can their I get shot out? before I pop out of my bunker? That's what I want to do. Give me that if you don't, if you if you're not like a like an advocate of Kentucky left hand or what did we came up with a new name for it? Uh, Chicago Southpaw. It was that oh, it? Nice. Yeah, something. Yeah, so but if you're not so an advocate of the KLH slash Chicago Southpaw, you the height of the hopper really doesn't matter because you kind of keep that bad boy in, unless yeah. it's for me and it's hanging over top of the can or. And then you do the Tennessee tuck where you're like, yeah, ref, yeah. ref, yeah. no, <laughs> it didn't hit my arms. It didn't hit it. I think that's why. Just being from Toledo Indoor with Eric, you know, playing with Titmans and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably why we got good at playing with our left hand so young. Oh, yeah. It's like, I come out this side and there's no hopper. Mm-hmm. Yep. And plus, we were all shooting manuals for the most part. Correct. And so, like, having to pull a manual tr- double trigger with your left hand, it, oh, yeah. it, it took a little bit of work. It was fun, though. Mm-hmm. Chink, 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 chink. That's the thing, too. You, you, you thought that was light. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you want that. Me get, want me to get them, dude? I had a full, I had a full, uh, sixty-eight forty-five. Yeah. Plus a halo. Oh. <laughs> Mark just hit Woo! his head on the ductwork down here. Um, I can still play the W though. <laughs> I still play the W. I still look at that window. Hit my head on everything. Big tree fall hard. <laughs> but uh, cool guys, I would have bought more beer. I didn't know. Oh, uh, sorry. Right. I think no, can, I don't have any. Can we call upstairs and get any wine? Or <laughs> we do have wine. I have the witch's beer. Yep. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's really 
Witch's Brew is really tasty. It is tasty. That's it's like, like spicy. Witch's Brew is like I don't care for it, but I call it because I'm a badass. I call it Bitch's Brew. Yeah. Because I fucking. Can't but you know what the thing is? So Carl likes pumpkin spice latte. I'll call him out right. I think it's good. Yeah. I yeah, like right? pump, dude. Pumpkin. I like pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin flavored anything. He's like. Know. Can I get a medium coffee, one Splenda, one creamer, and uh, can I get a little squirt of that pumpkin juice? See, I didn't have that little like lisp that he's like. Said. I didn't have that. That's all right. I yeah. said, I, it, man. I said pumpkin spice latte. No, give I me that pumpkin coffee with a splash hey. of the pumpkin spice juice, please. Thank you. And, and she was she, like, like one dollar. <laughs> pumps Splenda into the thing. And he was like, I said a medium. The lady, hand, he said, it's a small. He said, I said a medium. He hands it back in there. It's a dollar. If I ordered a fucking medium, I want a medium. Dude, this lady and at McDonald's. Hands it back in there. She put so much Splenda <laughs> in that thing that, like, it was enough. You know, they talk about Splenda causing cancer in, yeah. like, California. It was enough to give a mouse cancer, for sure, like, yeah. in one dose. There was so a much Splenda. Mouse. And he takes he goes... <laughs> pours on the fucking ground we went to another mcdonald's and got a new one <laughs> that's hilarious i didn't know they offered pumpkin spice stuff at oh McDonald's. yeah yeah because oh, yeah. they you know i don't Probably know how good it is but that's actually the first time i did that Was and i wasn't good? i wasn't disappointed terribly it's probably just the pumpkin just pie filling like pumpkin syrup yep <laughs> <laughs> god how the fuck did we get to that point? i don't know that Where was pretty we... off topic <laughs> sorry because i hit my head I'm not coming back. Uh, but okay, well, anyway, so let's uh, let's talk more about the the, the Chicago event. Um, you hadn't been to one since uh, 2006. Yep. Uh, what do you think now? Do you think it's pretty much the same? Do you think it's a little less? I mean, because that that Chicago that we just played, I think, was the uh, the highest volume team Chicago that's been played. Yeah. To date, I think I read. Just... I think I, re- I think it was to date the most unique players. And most teams of any Chicago event, I think is what it said. Now, because I remember, I I'm told I'm not getting confused, but I think Atlantic City was the most teams and unique players for a third event ever in NXL history. Usually, that middle event I think can yeah. be that like middle events can be can be a little lower. But I mean, I I foresee World Cup being ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so, like, with you not being the one in, in a long time, do you think it was like? Do you think it was that different? I didn't care for the vendor area. I yeah. thought it was pretty lackluster. In what aspect? And from from what I hear, it's really expensive now to like set up your booth at a paintball at an NXL event. Hmm. That's probably that's, because it's an owners' league, right? And people. I'm sure it owned, wasn't cheap back then, though. Too. No, it definitely wasn't out. cheap. But the industry led to. I mean, you think about. Think about even Chicago, and think about what I mean. Tipman used to set up a trailer yeah. at Chicago to do what? Sell ninety eights and some eighty fives, or what was the did fancy we, one? Did we actually tech sell team guns? That's pretty much it. Oh Dude, yeah, they had. I don't a, know. Oh, Tipman used to bring a big like. Display <laughs> I remember being trailer. in the trailer. Dude, I used to sit in the fucking trailer. Yeah, I just remember being able to walk in, grab stuff. Yeah, and and, and that was it. Like yeah. I don't remember anybody ever coming up and going. Yeah, oh, hey, can I get can I get an RT trigger for my 98? Eric would just be there making it rain Tipman hats out of the front of that thing, dude. Everybody was walking around with the Tipman hat. It we was saw sweet, Eric the other I day. Like I, got a, I got a camo Tipman hat back there. We like, saw Eric He was about a man. month ago. And yeah. I think that's why I'm biased because, people. like I say, the, the, ven- or the vendor area, obviously, I don't know. I just feel like it didn't really – I walked around it. Like I was like, we want to go check this out like with my wife, you know, my nephews and stuff. And uh, – like we walked around, we did the lap, and like 
five minutes after. And yeah. dude, I feel like you could go into the die trailer at like the old events, and mm-hmm. it would take you fucking ten minutes to get through all the shit they had in there. Yeah, they're like not even trailers anymore. That's no, the thing. it's just little tents. Yeah, and I'd love to see the business side of like how much is actually getting sold at those events. Prime example. They're selling everything at at full retail cost, right? Is that why it's and cut down? Is what it because do, nobody's selling anything? What do all paintballers want? They want a deal, right? We're all a bunch of cheap asses. We yeah. don't want to pay you full price. Right. If I walk into your booth and you're trying to sell me paintballers ruin paintball a gun for full <laughs> retail, like you walk into. So, for instance, you walk into the like Planet Eclipse said, like a tech booth. But say you walk into what I don't know what's a good example. You walk into Die and you want a rotor. The price is going to be. Or an M2 is like sixteen ninety five retail. Who's paying that? See, I think right. it should. I think it should be discounted at the events because I mean, yeah. they're taking it. You obviously want to get rid of your inventory right while you're there, and the guys who come out or fly out or want you know the last thing they want to do is pay retail for a fucking loader and then have to go pay eight dollars for some chicken tenders and fries. In the yeah. middle, right? Because we know that's going to be high anyway. Right. That's why we left. We went. We were going to eat food. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. That's pushing it. I understand oh, it's God, like a captive those audience. Of fries everybody was walking around with looks so good. <laughs> but it's, it's a captive audience, and I get that. It's no different than going to, you know, because most people will Cedar pay Point for the convenience. Like, yeah. Right. Right? right. They don't have to leave. Carl and I are like, no, we're going to go five minutes down the road, and we're going to have awesome lunch yeah. both days. Right. I'm sure the chicken tenders and fries were great. I'm yeah. sure they were, but I would much rather have went to Jersey Mike's and had that awesome. Yeah. We're driving spend maybe three like, more dollars. We're like, what do we want? Meal. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want something cold, like a cold cut sub, dude. Jersey Mike's, boom, pulled in there, awesome. Yeah. Both days we went and ate there. That's yeah. what blows my mind that you're saying the food was expensive because the beer at the NXL thing was reasonably priced. Really? Yeah, it was like two or three bucks a can. I yeah. I didn't even have. A wristband no. and go into the VPI. Oh, the VPI. <laughs> the VPI. Very personal. Very important. personal importance. Oh, yeah. Very fish important. I'm an entitled pro. My name's Carl Markowski. <laughs> I don't need a fucking wristband. I don't need to say VIP. I say VPI. I, I don't need a wristband. Like, I don't know. I got yelled at. That part was kind of weird. Like, I felt weird paying for it. The beer or the VIP? The, the, no, just going in there. Oh. Like, I want to watch pro games. So it was 10 bucks. Yeah. It was $10? A day. It was 10 bucks a day. Yeah. So, right off the get, like, not to bring it up, but Aftershock didn't make Sunday, and I was like, I'm not. God I'm, damn it. We're, I, I know. Sorry. <laughs> but I was like, we're not going. Like, we're not watching Pro, which was fine because I wanted to watch 10 Man all day. Right. Like, that's what I wanted to do because I don't care who the people are. I don't know any of the teams besides the team that you two played for mm-hmm. and the team that Farkas was on. But it's like, that was enough because even when you guys weren't out there, the 10 Man games were just entertaining as shit. So I'm not going to pay 10 bucks, even though I would have liked to have watched Damage for, to just to watch Tim. Mm-hmm. But. I don't was know. the Tan Man as uh, enjoyable to watch oh, for 100, 100, everybody else? One hundred percent. For I mean, for like your wife. For, oh yeah. You know, everybody. there's so okay. much going yeah. on. You paintball, yeah. paintball at that point. And Pay, it's almost like two different games. Yeah. It's almost it to literally them. plays almost like two half, like two games at once. It's because like for me, one game, one game I filled out to the Dorito side. That was the game against Distortion that we tied, and one other time I switched up and had to shoot Dorito side. Yeah. Because we had the snakes, I kind of was still on lock, and I sw- we lost our guy, and I switched up and shot Dorito's side, mm. and got a sweet kill. Right, like right, he's like Mark switched Doritos. I switched over there, and literally there was a guy running right into my gun, like served me a kill. I'm I would so say glad. Ten Man was better for them be- yeah. to watch, like newcomers to watch, because Ten Man there was big moves to be made, mm-hmm. and I feel like watching the pros play. Like, those lines are locked down, and that was a pretty slow-paced field. Just all yeah. pocket Like, look play. at the scores. Spray the paint. Two to three. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Three to four. Like, dude, I eight one. I hate that. Eight shot. one after shot. Boom. I hate that shit. But I mean, and, it yeah, was still fun one. to watch because like every once in a while, some guy would like run up to shoot the other guy at the wall and just completely ride the bunker over onto the ground on the on the next side. Yeah. Yeah. Just stake the bunker. That's a penalty. You modified the field. Should we go to the rule book? Dude, that stake should have been there way stronger than what it was. I know. That was a weak stake job. That was job. a weak yeah. stake job. That whoever's in charge of logistics and setting the fields up should have staked it better. All right. So a little background on Carl because he probably hasn't gotten into any of this. But he used to just be a ref. My, my biggest memory of him is biggest award? My largest memory. Biggest me- Most massive. My Great. most vivid, my v- most vivid, vivid memory of Kyle Markowski <laughs> was when we uh, microwave. It was like the first ref, or the first tournament we ref together at the indoor. Yeah. And you figured out that if you ran hard enough at the big Dorito, you could put your head in the bottom of it, and essentially front flip up the Dorito and hold on to the point at the top. I think Flores did that first. No. Was it me? Was you. Yeah. The same guy that just broke stuff in hotel rooms and. See, that was on accident too. Yeah. <laughs> the hotel probably wasn't as sturdy as it should have been. No. Nope. Nope. I was testing its durability. So, yeah. So, when that happened, live, in action, I watched it. I was just like, that's what I came here to see. Like, that's what I wanted my nephews to see. <laughs> like, we know that guy, and he did that. Paintball's fun, man. I, I, I think that's what I try and tell myself. That's why I love watching you. You're the only reason I've paid for webcasts the past, since you started playing again. Yeah. Just to watch you. Was what 2013? Well, I mean, we're friends, so obviously, right? And that you know helps. that because I text you every tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let you know I'm watching. But yeah, it's just it's fun. I mean, yeah, I'll watch Sunday, even though you guys aren't in it the majority of the time. I'll we still, will be, I, and I believe World you. Cup. It was close. That's two of what did what did Nick text you after Saturday? Like that you have had like five, like five overtime losses or something. No, we're the only team. Well, you were the only team to, to ever mercy a team and, and not make, make Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, but he really? texts you something about about overtime losses and it being affected. Like that's like the fifth one this year. Yeah, we've had like four or five overtime losses this year. I mean, we haven't won an overtime yet this year. Atlantic you know? City, you talked about it was you had two overtime losses. Mm-hmm. You swing, which sw- kept us out of Sunday. That's two points. You swing it the other way. You're three and one and playing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This this tournament, you had an overtime loss. You swing that the other way. You're playing on Sunday. Or we don't play like dog shit against damage, and we're playing on Sunday. <laughs> hey, you guys play great against Dynasty. Yeah. Aftershock, man, you can always, you can never count them out. The blue collar ballers, even on deficits, dude. I feel like Aftershock always just digs back. Yeah. And then loses by one. It's tough, man. Like, I, I like, I like the struggle, but I hate the struggle. Yeah. You know, because obviously, yeah, I, obviously, I want to be playing on Sunday. I want to be winning fucking tournaments. I want to be playing for first and second. Right. Um. But I know that it takes time, and I need to be patient. Uh, but, you know, as we all know, everybody's getting older. You know, my body's not keeping up with everything. So it's like I, I want to I want to see this team progress, and I just wanted to see it progress and get to that point in my yeah playing span. Right. You know, so I think we're there. I think we're close. Um, oh, for sure. It's definitely close. Yeah. For sure. It's right there. I mean, I, I just – I enjoy playing the game, and I think that shows, you know – yeah, when people watch me play or whatever, because that's a, that's one of the number one things <clears throat> that people will come up and tell me is they say, "Hey man, I just enjoy watching you play." Yeah, and there's not very many people I feel I'm not trying to like say anything or whatever, but 
I mean, there's not very many people that I can that I can sit and watch play. Mm-hmm. So I take it as a you know big compliment all the time because paintball isn't the most crazy interesting. Um, you know, to just sit and watch all the right. time. But. Or for instance, like you said, we were talking we were talking about this. Like you said, it made you, makes you feel really good when another pro, probably one of the better players on that specific team, comes up to you after a point and says, "Hey, we shot Carl. I knew we were going to be okay." Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that means it means a lot. You know, that, that when he's he's like he basically said, "When we seen you walking off, I knew we were all right." Yeah. Well, he's a threat. 100%. Yeah. Because he's super fast and just 100% reckless. <laughs> it's more than but that there, though. But, I mean, but there's there's definitely fast. There's definitely control in the chaos. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, it's a I think it's like a, you know, 50-50. Yeah. But, I mean, you you have to I feel like you have to take those risks. Though. That's a, that's that's the thing, and that's what if you if you don't take that fifty, anytime you step on the field, I feel like it's fifty fifty. Yeah. Right. But why not try and take advantage of the fifty percent that you're going to be alive? Yeah. Right. And then if you don't take that chance, I feel like you just you you miss those opportunities, right? To, yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> to turn the field, or you know, while a great player is sitting in the back and he's shooting his gun, if you don't take that risk of maybe coming out in a lane because there's some times where you're just getting shot a bunch and you have nowhere right. to go and you have to time it to maybe shoot those couple balls close to his head. That's why I preach accuracy, not volume. Mm-hmm. But if you can shoot those couple close to his head, accuracy by volume, baby. No fuck accuracy by volume, dude. I would, I would much rather have you shoot a bunch of fucking pain at me and I come out and I put two by your head or one right between your fucking eyes. And then I still have a full loader and four pat four paws and I can run to the next bunker. I think you're such an advocate for less paint because you get shot off the brake so much. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you need to, I feel run, you bad. need to run faster. <laughs> I feel bad because like... Speaking of fastest dad in paintball, did anyone race Alex Goldman? I know that was set up. Like, did Nobody anything... said fastest dad in paintball. Why'd you say speaking of? Yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned speed. Hang on, hey, yeah. Smart. Let's go back to what were you talking about? You mentioned speed. What'd I say? You said you, you were going to start talking about something. I said I was going to start <laughs> talking... <laughs> About something. Yeah. Um, I said fastest dad in paintball, and I asked if anybody raced Alex because it was kind of BS the last kind of go go around. I think you guys need to need to have a formal race again. Getting shot off the break. Oh yeah, you could do have been that. faster. You do that a lot. Just kidding. I don't mean to. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I That's, don't mean no, to. No, oh, what I was gonna start saying. See, <laughs> what did you do wrong if you got shot on the break? That's the question. Did you let the ball send, hit him. Did your coach send you too far? He let the ball hit him and break on him. Very first point of Am I doing something wrong Chicago or is whoever landing doing something right? Very first point of Chicago 17, you stepped onto that little bunker and got shot on the break. Yes. <sighs> That's just a quick draw lane. No. I hit it. What I was going to say. What was I? <laughs> what was I going to sure. say? Well, that's the thing. Like, Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. I meant that. Right. You get shot early sometimes. But what I was going to say part of the big moves. was I'm not being an asshole. I feel like this is how we grew up. Right. We just made fun of each other all the time. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't, I don't so I'm it. super sarcastic. I'm not being mean to Carl for Dude, no you reason. Be, you can be mean to me. It's all right. You guys should go I can foot race. I'm only sarcastic to the, a foot race. to the people that, I, that I'm close <laughs> to. Dude, what? the first time I played paintball after getting fat, I felt like I was running in quicksand. <laughs> You want to know what's crazy? I, I feel like, like I have Where are you ex- going? I'm like, snake off the brake. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I got the exact opposite going for me. Carl saw in the parking lot at the Red Roof Inn. 
What? Did you jump the fence? No. Drag race. Did you jump into your second second floor hotel window from the ground? He raced uh, Rodarte and LJ and, LJ and Mike Kerr on our team, and he beat him. Two out of three or something like that? I so know. I beat... I beat Ryan. He beat him all at least at one I beat point. all of them at one point. And the one the one race, LJ, was like a half. Even though, who was down there? Ryan was down there. He, he said that I was ahead. I'm pretty sure LJ had me by like a quarter stride, which but, is I mean, dude, well, dude, he's like 10 yeah, feet Yeah, we need strides. to talk about his stride. All right, that's not impressive. It's de- it's de- yeah, you should it be is. running down cheetahs. It's deceiving. Like, it's just, You should be picking apples at the top of trees. I get moving, yeah. and I'm moving. Fourth and ten, we'll put Mark in one stride, boom, first down. So what? I mean, the start? okay. So are you are you Cody? Or are you an advocate for the limited paint? Oh, <clears throat> I don't care. I mean, I think it'd be cool. Well, I mean, well, like you like you were talking about. So like all these games, two, three, one, two, right, three, four, whatever. I mean, do you think that it would help kind of even make these these fields that could possibly be cross up fields? I think it would be cool be because I feel like then it's more. It's I feel like it would. Make people make moves. Does it though? I don't, and, and that's the thing. Because now you're like, I'm down to my loader. If you watch the Millenniums, sometimes it's too it fucking pods. Sometimes though. they're moving, but that's then other the times they're like, well, I can't die. I cannot it's, die right now. It's two pods, and you can switch them out with whoever. Like you can yeah. make a guy have four pods in the back. Like no, no, no. this is four pods Heavy across gunner, the line. Strategy. Yeah, don't no switching fucking pods. Everybody steps out there with a full gas tank, same amount, same capacity, and you fucking go to war. Try it. Do they try I think it? It's, I think it's here? like I that, like. That's the what I'm saying. Pods. They should try it out with the pro. We I think try it. Do it across the board because I think about if no, you go you. four if you go four pods. Well, fuck you two. You shut your mouth and you're talking I, to me. I tried to say that in the most polite way possible. Yeah. Why don't they try it in like one of the uh, regional leagues? <sighs> because you can't. It has to be across the board. Because think about it, you can't you can't be like, oh, I'm practicing for my M500 tournament, but then those affiliate leagues are trying to make money too, right? Yeah, off the off the paint, but like at the pro level, like I don't know, I don't know what the logistics are. But see, that's the thing. That's I what could rip bark off a tree right now. You have to pee. Yeah, there's a toilet right there. I'm going. That's what's so weird to me, though. Take the it's microphone like, over it. Don't hit your head. If you limit paint, doesn't that push you further away from making money eventually in paintball? Because aren't no. paint suppliers the I'll be right back, and we'll talk about that. See, what is it? I, like, they're, I they're not. But paint suppliers aren't making money giving paint to pros, or I don't know what the deal is. Do they right. get them at $10 a case? That's the thing, though. It's then, like, I hear you talk about this on your podcast. Because you, you listen? Yeah. I know. I'm just kidding. I do. Every <laughs> once in a while. And uh, Actually, you were one of the first ones who helped me motivate me to like do this whole huh. thing. I appreciate that. Thank you. What did I do? You helped me. I helped you? No, but that's that's the thing, though. It's like I hear you talk about it, and then I'll hear, like, another pro say, well, yeah, but then this, and I'll be like, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. It's like, I don't know. There's so many different sides you could you could, you could could take on the argument, but I I don't know. The fact is, doesn't somebody – I mean, you just got to try it, right? You're going to flush or you're just going to let it sit? Well, I was going to – not flush. And I was gonna get it afterwards. Okay, well, but I can fine. get it now. No, that's all right. No, I'll get it now. Let's say, no. Just close the curtain. I got, it. I got it. Don't worry. Oh yeah, I caught it for sure. Close the curtain. It's audio. <laughs> Jeez. So back on the note, while I was relieving myself, okay, because PBRs are flowing right through me. Yeah, well they're gone now. So six pack of sixteen <laughs> ounces. I didn't know. We need more. Uh, 
if you go to if you go to the limited paint, you're gonna sell less paint, so they need to sell more paint. But they don't need to. It's not like sell it to who though. Like gotta, if you go across the board, right? If you go yeah. across the board, obviously you're gonna fucking sell less paint to you're gonna divisional sell teams to, yeah. and everybody else. Which is a, but to, which I'm, is I'm a small amount of the pros players. only. Yeah, the pros only. Mm. So you go. To, I can. I know of a field that it doesn't matter who you can go to, and they're selling a skit a week of paint. How much of that's going to people playing X ball? Probably ten percent. Yeah. But okay. But we're talking about all we're talking about is making the tournament format a little bit faster uniform. and uniform and they're they're restricting and limiting so many other things right the bps the height of players but you <laughs> you wish only yeah. pros play with cockers auto mags why not just make the pro, the pros play with mechanicals I mean, it sounds fun. The thing I like <laughs> about the four pods is you can you can literally sell pod packs that have no straps, no bullshit. They have four slip-in pods. That's it. You know, and you you play with that. You think about the logistics too. Instead of a team needing to bring two pod bags on an airplane yeah. to the to the event because you got fifty of them on the field when your line walks out there, you you know you have twenty. Yeah. You know, that's for. Think about how easy it is for a pod runner to go grab them. GI could go from them. a semi to like a Penske truck. See, but yeah. but what I think, what I think though, is there's just amount. I I feel like there's just the same amount. They should do a poll on this. Uh oh. They should do a poll on it <laughs> on, yeah. on whether they should go to limited paint or keep it. They unlimited. Yeah. But I think it's. I think it's. Shut up, Mark. I think there's an even keel that there's people where. They will go to limited paint and it won't affect them. They think it's good, work on accuracy and moving and all this. And then there's other people who jerk off because they get to shoot a bagillion amount of paintballs at a lane. Correct. Which bores the living shit out of me. When that's my yeah. job, it sucks. Well, yeah, it's super well, who, boring. Like I enjoy shooting my paintball marker, but I also like seeing a paintball. I like shooting break my paintball marker off at the dude across me. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so you get these, and uh, that's what I was trying to say about bounce like, shots. Jeez. I shot a well, lot of rice. I shot that. a lot of paint and I shot a lot of paint on this ten man layout where I was playing that was nothing more than you're not moving. I'm just yeah. holding this and you are not moving. Yeah. That's and boring. It, that's boring. Like, it it's literally boring. I'm shooting on the outside of this Mayan temple and like it's just like I'm going inside, outside, inside, outside, inside. Just so he knows there's pressure and yeah. if you try and bump, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. You will not bump and not get shot, period. And I'm making sure he knows that for ten pods. That gets boring when my paint's just bouncing off. I see it just bouncing off the ground over there. It's right. like, yeah. well, this is kind of stupid, you know. It's very dumb. Like I said, I got to bonus ball a few people walking off and whatnot, but I like the idea of the limited paint myself. I think logistically it helps teams. You can bring – Yeah, I think four pods is right where it needs to be. Dude, it would be cool. 100%. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a good amount where the guys can still lane. They can still hold lanes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never once not... in my short-lived paintball career carried more than three pods on the field with me. I just don't shoot a lot Dude, of paint. It's not, uh... Well, I was a front player at the end, too, so, right. I mean, <clears throat> your nose is in the dirt most of the time and you're crawling and stuff, but still, I mean, yeah, I never... I'll use two pods in 10-man, like, once. Once. Yeah. I just I never got it. I think I emptied my pack didn't that make, time. Didn't make sense to me. It's not fun. Depends on the... Situation. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's just. It depends on the layout. It depends on where, where, what your role requires of you on the layout. Yeah. I feel like is another big thing. I have a little photo op here. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to document mm. a little bit. But um, <clears throat> that's what sucks though, because I feel like the game has evolved to people shooting that much paint. Yeah. So here's my thing. Yeah, because but, but it's players, also because of the feet, the way the fields are laid out. If they have a back center and then a right. fucking tower right next to it, and then they have an Aztec right next to it, and then it calls for the opportunity to just sit there and cross up. If you get up by two points, and now it's not now it's not go out and win the point. It's go out and don't lose the yeah. point. So if you limit pain, do you get up. rid of the middle bunker? You get rid of the W? I, mean, I think you have Change to have it. some kind of, like... I like, don't think the W ruins the game at all. Adapt adapt to it. The best teams are going to adapt to it. Just play it. Yeah, there's... Yeah, I think they, should, I think they always, should shrink it a little bit. It's always a red carpet. They say it's a red carpet right to the W. If you execute properly, you can shoot that guy trying to get to the W if he does not run the right way. Yeah. You can force him to run the way you want him to run if he wants to go on the break. Well, let's change the game 100%. Like the tournament, I love yeah, shooting back sure. up the middle. I was getting tons of kills in ten man shooting back up, right back up the middle. I was getting a lot of kills. <laughs> it was confirmed from the sideline. <laughs> that They're one... like, I don't know who shot that guy running right to the W. What side of the W is he going to? Snake side. I'll give you two guesses. I'll shoot different colored paint. Not and Mark. Time. Yeah, not Mark. <laughs> I didn't I... shoot. I honestly, honestly, like, I didn't shoot that many people in ten man. No. I did my job didn't and wasn't to shoot a whole lot of people. You got those two guys on your team out. Oh that yeah. <laughs> you that definitely really eliminated your own players you know for what, sure. You know what I hate is And that's my most memorable memory of you at Ten Man. You know what the hardest part as a player in paintball? <laughs> it was this this is, is what it was. It was it was raging. oh there's Mark. Let's go, Mark. Let's go, Mark. No. No Mark, stop. Stop oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the worst, the worst, the hardest part in paintball is not raging after you see the ref give you a penalty, like until you're off the field. Yeah. Because you don't want to get like another penalty. Right. And then somehow we got, we got a minor after the major over on the other side. Because, uh, because you're too tall. Yeah. We got gypped twice, but that's fine. Whatever. No, it's, I've, it's still fun. Josh got gypped. In that's there. another thing that a lot of people, I, he was saying that today. Was that a lot of people were complaining about the refing? Really? Yeah. I saw a lot of stuff online. A lot of it, fix the refing first. Fix the refing first before you fix the format. Blah blah blah. Fix the bunkers. And it's like the only, but the only way that you can you can fix the refing is making the refs care more about the game, and that's a personal thing. And you can't work them all day. You're the yeah, last I'm, game. They're out there from fucking eight, like eight in the morning. Well, no, earlier than eight in the morning. The prime example on like Until the major four that I got or called five on at night is. Is the was the perspective of the official? He could not see when I got shot versus when he could not see when I got shot versus when I got when I stopped shooting. Yeah, he had no way to put the two and two together. So therefore, like I'm literally like I. So you're stopped. saying there's a lot of assuming. Yeah. As a ref, there's a lot of assuming. You mean they can't just ask you and then being a paintball yeah. player be like so super I told him, honest and like say, I, like, I right, literally shot me first. Like straight up, like Jesus looking down on me, yeah. I stopped shooting when I got shot. And he said, no, I didn't. Right? Like it wasn't like, six unless pound, I got like five ounce, flipped on, yeah, six pound, five ounce man. golden baby he Jesus. Had a beard. <laughs> he, he was a man. <laughs> he had a beard. Shut yeah, up, Chip. My only, uh. Can I, can I voice my spectator Absolutely. Uh, view? The only time I talk to a ref watching 10-man, the only time I talk to a ref all weekend, I I went up there, you know, proper as I normally do. The schedule came out. They posted it, and I was like, oh, cool. I had, I had not seen you guys play yet. Mm-hmm. And I asked the ref. I was like, 
Hey man, do you know when the uh, Air Assault guys play? Uh, I think it was Air Assault 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. AAF 2. And he was he was like, ah, oh, the team that just played was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. I was like, I'm just trying to see when Air Assault plays. He's like, well, then go to the schedule, look at Air Assault. And I was like, yeah, guy, I got it. They're Air Assault 2, so do you know what two teams just played? Like, but then I'm just trying to figure out what teams just. There was a photographer laying down like five games later, laying down taking pictures. It's probably Liz. She loves to lay down. Was it a girl? It was a dude. Oh, it wasn't Liz then. That same ref, that gave me attitude, stepped on this kid's leg. It just <laughs> ate oh shit God. super hard. <laughs> you just laughed. Laugh. I just remember dying laughing. Should have been nice. No, but uh, karma's a bitch. Yep, karma, bitch. But no, that was my only. Uh, but I don't know. There was. Like they were out but we've there. Ref, you've ref before, correct? Right. It's, yeah. you, it's and, not and I've easy. Before, and I've ref. We've ref before, like in a tournament where we took it serious. I yeah. used to ref all the tournaments at TPA, and it was serious. Like Dude. Mike wanted the officiating to be well. He put you on a good want, series. You have you to, want, as a ref, yeah. you have to care about what you're actually fucking doing. But what and when we ref, need to be a player. Too, we were only there. Were player. we there all day? Yeah. But I'm, yeah. but I mean, at the time, we fucking cared. Like, oh we, yeah. And I'm not saying that the refs. Of the NXL or anybody else don't care. I'm just saying. But it's a job. It, it's a fucking job. But it you cannot change your refing. You cannot change your refing until you, until the refs themselves personally start caring more I wore about what they're my doing. My ref jersey at Toledo Indoor, and I wore a black tie because I meant business. I mean, if they were, calling, <laughs> I literally did wear a black tie. <laughs> and people can complain all they want, but if you watch the semi-pro field during the semi during the semi-pro games, they were calling that shit tight. I mean, they were throwing penalties. Like, they were going out of style. It was a flag party over there. But Dude, the thing as, that drives me crazy is a ref that starts a game with his hand, with his flags in his hand. Mm-hmm. I just think it's bad mentality. Well, yeah. there's there's some there's some shit, though. Like, we got a penalty. We only got two penalties this last tournament. And one of them was we sent JJ to the snake, I believe, off the break. And he got clipped in the pack. Yeah. And we got a minor for it. And I think that's if, – if you get hit like in the pod pack or something like that where it's really something unobvious. you can't feel. And, and he, But they said because he continued to the snake and slid in, he was playing on or whatever the Which fuck. Which goes against penalty. what I've been told. But now right. if he gets shot in the dick or he gets shot like in the front or somewhere and he no. finishes his slide and he attempts to slide it off, I mean obviously it's a fucking right. penalty. Yeah. But if he gets – clipped in the pack going to a corner or something like that yeah i don't think that should be a penalty I agree. especially if you finish your slide and you don't Do like start playing I agree. because the ref should be doing his job calling him out but if you're in a fucking can shooting across field and you get clipped and you tuck you in more talk and oh, keep yeah. shooting that's a fucking penalty because right. you acknowledge right, so. that paint was hitting you yeah you get shot and you stop shooting and <laughs> go back to it yeah <laughs> and then you kind of yeah. look right and you're looking for a ref then you are the hit and yeah. then you're like well, I'm gonna keep playing it right. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one, the only point I got shot at the W in ten man, like a ball came. Th- I was, I don't know, I, I don't know how it even happened, but it come through the W and just clipped me just right in the side of the mask, and I just like turned. I was like, that's probably the one I, that I threw from the I stand. Turned, it might have been. <laughs> he would blow gun yeah. at me, yep. and I turned. And I looked back. The ref laying right behind me was looking right at me. So he, I mean, he obviously heard it. It smacked hard in the yeah. side of my ass, and he was just like, "Yeah, you're out," you know. And I come off the field, and it was just like a smudge mm-hmm. of fucking paint. If that ref wouldn't have been laying there, nobody ever would have. I just Dude, yeah. Who the, the good, the the good cheaters. Good. You cheaters. won't know that they're good cheaters because they don't get caught. 
Marcus Nielsen. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Cheaters. that. I mean, because you cannot, you can't fucking sit here and tell me that every single player, at least that I know, has not tried to wipe, not necessarily wipe a hit, but maybe slide one off. Oh yeah, or I play, play around one. Smeared it. In I mean, the, I'm a bunker smear. It's a part of the to. game, like, man. It's there's 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 holding on every play in football or yeah. whatever, however you want to say it. Like, yeah. like everyone has tried yeah. to pl- stay in the game. Especially somehow. when money's you know, on the line. Basketball fouls, yeah. whatever. You know what I hate? A tournament. You know what like, I hate? A, anything. Yeah. Huge pet peeve of mine. Sitting over there watching some semi-pro games like Sunday in between when we were playing 10-man and whatnot because we were across the way. And I hate when there's kids and like I say, I say kids, whatever, younger than me, paintball players, sitting there in the stands and bragging about cheating cheating yeah like okay dude when it's that level it's not like i've like yeah i've cheated we've all cheated i actually i didn't cheat other than the major that they said like i guess you could say that's cheating but i didn't cheat like at all in 10 man in chicago when you start making it a part of your game right that's when it's an issue man it was really sweet i got that hand hit slid it right off i'm like bro you're bragging about cheating you that means you suck yeah Yeah. (laughs) don't get shot they outplayed you yeah yeah yeah, I, I mean, that, and I'm not, I'm not advocating cheating. No, I'm not. Well, that's I'm not the worst thing about it. Sometimes it just happens, though. Too, you don't you, even realize you it. cheat, and but then you thing. cheat, you cheat the person that shot you too. You right. Know what I mean, like, I feel like that's almost worse. Like mm-hmm. that guy put that shot on you. He might not. Know he it, outplayed you in that game, right? Or in that in that particular moment. But yeah. the thing is, though. Dude, yeah. it, it is what it is, but but don't I'm not I'm not saying go out there and fucking cheat. I'm not saying that. But there's there's moments everybody's done it, man. Everybody's right. fucking done it. But yeah. don't make it a part of your game because you're not gonna get better by yeah. doing it. You don't get two lives every time. No. That's what I that's what I love you know what the best satisfaction in paintball is? Is when somebody cheats you and then you shoot them again. That's why dude, that I don't sweet. like cheating just for the simple fact that the couple times that I've done it, instant karma. The next form, the next point, we, I would go out. That's what we say in volleyball. Instant ball, fucking karma. Ball dude. doesn't, ball don't lie. Yeah. Like if, if you like argue over something, like was it a double mm-hmm. or was that a, was that a tip roll, blah blah blah, and then you're like the next point, they serve it right into the net. You're like ball don't lie. Yeah. Do you remember like all the cheesy paintball T-shirts? Oh yeah. Like back. Then? Do you remember though? I think I don't know if it was a faceful one, but it had like goggles and then like a white splat yeah. on the goggle. Eagle had the my balls on your face. And then, uh, what what did the faceful one with the white the white splat on the goggles say? Something I like the facial or whatever. Oh yeah, probably. Again. Yeah. Remember the guy That's with a good the one. like the stick That's figure with the lawnmower and it said "I mow bitches." I like, mow bitches. <laughs> you know what the one I really uh, think is fuck. really stupid and cheesy, and I don't know who makes it, but I've seen people wearing it. It says "Run Cities" on the back of it. Gangster paintball. I'm like, that's so. stupid. It's because of the whole "We Run Cities." Like, oh yeah, that's are, HK, isn't it? That's stupid. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like that's stupid. My personal opinion that doesn't reflect on Carl, Chicago, Amber Shocker, the playing on podcast. Same here. My <laughs> wife was like, that jacket's really cute. Like the Dynasty guys' wives. Yeah. They have the HK jacket on. We don't do that. It's, <laughs> it's a Midwest thing, man. Yeah. And I don't, if you're listening out here, it's a Midwest that, thing. Oh, I'm yeah. No like, disrespect. Like, Frazier's interview I is have, one of my favorite interviews. I, I have the utmost respect for HK. They grew into a company. Dude, yeah. I have the utmost respect for them. But it's just a Midwest a thing battle. where we yeah. just it has been and like always it. will be. Yep. 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 So and if you're new to paintball, if you just joined paintball in the last two years and you have a HK Shocker with a TFX loader on it, you have no fucking idea. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sorry if it hurts <laughs> HK's feelings, but uh, every time I see a Midwest kid wherever I play out here, 
with an HK anything, I definitely try and yeah. I mean, we come cups. we come from a time when if you were in the Midwest, it was a and personal you, thing, though, and man. you saw a kid trying to be cool with an HK skull and crossbones sticker on their loader, you made fun of that. But kid. it wasn't even a that. Lot. The whole oh, yeah. the whole reason that whole HK thing started. Like first the time whole... I ever saw HK at Future Ball, I threw a Tipman paint grenade at him in the middle of the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was a speedball match, and I was on the sidelines. Yeah, and I was like, "What we played? Doing? We played hostile kids, is which is what they started out as. Hostile kids. Ninety percent of the people wearing their stuff probably do not know. Do yeah, do not know. Started out as hostile kids. I don't know who started it. What what era? Whatever. I was on Tim and Effect. We played them in a tournament. I feel like they cheated the shit out of us, and ever since, ever since then, yeah, I've not liked them, and I you know. It's just a grudge that a lot of us Midwesterners guys. Yeah, it's a Midwest thing to. that is ingrained in you. It's no different. But I like it though. It's no different than pl- pro if football. It's teams. no different yeah. than if yeah. your dad went to Ohio State and you were raised to bleed scarlet and gray, and you went to Ohio State yourself, and you just do like that school up north. Like mm-hmm. that is right. Like my dad, he the will not. School. He will not like. It's like that school up north. That yeah. school up north. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what because he went to school during the Woody Hayes era, and that yep. is it was that school up north. Yeah, and you got to think if you think of any rivalry in sports that exists today, you can thank that on Woody Hayes and Bo Schembechler. For sure, period. The biggest rivalry ever. And all of you who don't know that, that's Ohio State, Michigan. Yep. If you don't know that, but you're a lost but cause. it goes back to the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of it has come down to like how you look. On the yep. paintball field, like you, like you look see good, trends. feel good, play good, baby. But you, Sandana you see, tr- you see trends and shit like that. Stu- yeah, how much do you think some kid would give Carl for that thing? It's all ripped and torn. Oh yeah, you kid would be in here. Oh my god! You see sandanas come and go. You see gloves come and go. Gloves are back in. People wearing gloves. Yep. You see like different just play styles trends. and all that. But everybody's everybody's so fucking worried about what they look like, yeah, and not on how they play because. Because sometimes I'll look at a guy and be like, I admit it. I'll be like, that guy looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. And he steps on the paintball field. He doesn't. And I go, what the fuck was I thinking? Why would I? Never yeah. judge a book by its cover. No, I'm that way. Never. I'm that way. So never. like, I play a lot more competitive volleyball than I do competitive paintball. Just on the regular. I mean, I play in the XL, whatever. But in volleyball, it's amazing. Like, you'll get your ass. If you judge a book by its cover, you'll get your ass humbled by mm-hmm. some old fucking guys with gray hair and oh, widow yeah. peaks. Yeah. One thing that I, re- I remember, there was a tournament. I forget which one it was, but there was a kid named Max Trailer. He used to play for um, 187, mm-hmm. now plays for Infamous. Yeah. And he went to a tournament, I remember. He put his pads on the outside of his jersey <laughs> nice. and his pants. That's awesome. But the kid's a baller, man. Oh, he was yeah. shooting people. Right. And it just goes to show, like, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't – you can go out there in jeans and a fucking hoodie. Yeah. yeah. And you can murk people. Now it's almost like if you match, like if, if your jersey matches your hopper, which matches your barrel tip, which matches your mask, you're probably bad at paintball. Mine matches because <laughs> – I feel like – Mine matches because that's the package that I was given. Yeah. No, no excuse. So, I mean, think about Carl's shit. That's, it's all the same. But the thing is, dude, no, I, I go to, I go to fields. Level, obviously, yeah. if you're wearing what your whole team's wearing, I'm saying if you just care about just like, no, sorry, it's got to be blue. But how or, like, low, how like low key do I like to keep it whenever I go somewhere, though? Like, I don't like to like wear my jerseys out or do anything like that. Like, I like to wear, wear some somebody else's jersey or like just be low key as possible. Right. Yeah. This is good. For, this is good for story time. We're in, we're on our way. We're in the McDonald's uh, right, right by the event. Friday morning because we drove over there Friday morning and we're almost late because I got a sweet speeding ticket. And, <laughs> not uh, sweet. 
Yeah, not sweet. <laughs> not sweet at all. I bought, Actually, it was a lot sweeter than what I thought because it was only 188, yeah, not 288. It was only 188 because oh, I busted for doing 72 <laughs> out of 50. But because so, there was no construction workers. Sir, do you know you were in a construction zone? I was like, well, I mean, I saw the orange barrels. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I almost called her sir. Yeah, it was a lady. Her, her sir. <laughs> Did you tell them that's 90% of Ohio right now? Yeah, is, no kidding. There's you're used to driving working. in it? Every it year, all the time, yeah. forever? Just a revenue generator is bullshit. But anyway, we get there and there's like some kid and I don't know, I said something in the bathroom about wearing jeans at a national event or something and getting paint all over and I was going to change the shorts and this kid comes out he's like are you guys going I mean couldn't have been 15 mm-hmm. maybe probably not driving yet and this kid comes out and he's like are you guys going to the paint NXL event and we're like yeah and he's like I'm going cool I'm going out there to watch his, my, his team's D5 not playing team he's, he's pitting for somebody but his, uh, t- his team was there or something yeah. and it's like cool he's talking like kid's probably from Chicago Chicago Aftershock's probably his favorite paintball team no idea who Carl is yeah but we talked about that too, because think about it. The you see, you always see them. You always see players with their mask on. You see these pictures like it's a right. gameplay. You don't see them all that often. Like you follow Carl's Instagram. That's why, you that's see why shows face. like the roster are sweet. Yes, because yeah, my brother, mechanical engineer, super smart. Mm-hmm. So we're going to this. So I told him the Sunday before. So by that Wednesday, my nephews had finished the roster, and they were just super stoked to meet you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were excited. They were – my brother was telling me stuff that I didn't really pay attention to the roster. And he's like, yeah, and that kid from Sweden and, like, all this yeah, stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that that one that was filmed. And, like, that was that was awesome. But it's like, you know, how do you get that stuff out? Mm. And then why was there no street signs? Why are there not signs a mile, five miles away at the exit of the highway? white sign black letters paintball arrow yeah like why is there yeah dude we talked about that Nothing. before they should take 10 grand or whatever a five grand for a budget and make it for advertising yeah around a, the venue itself a billboard yeah how I'd much is a billboard, billboard. Cost for a month mm-hmm. put it up what, the what month was before it? september 9th start yeah. it august the beginning of august let yeah. it run till the event and then take it down how much yeah. does that it's cost? crazy the amount of locals that don't even have a clue you know we're down at we're in texas we're at bucky's what you could see the event from this gas station and we told the lady that we were, we were like oh well, yeah we're from ohio but we're here for the paintball event. She's like, paintball where are they having paintball yeah i'm yeah. like i don't know ma'am like 300 yards down the fucking road yeah like, <laughs> it's silly man it just i don't know drive west yeah, I, th- I think there bit. should be some kind of uh advertising um uh, but going back to like what mark was saying about uh not being able to see any faces or anything like that mm-hmm. i feel like they should do more uh you know i don't know what go sports is was capable of but i feel like they're definitely capable of taking closer headshots or maybe even like the nfl maybe that's too high budget but like animated headshots or none something like that bu- none and, of that's high budget that's all easy but bring that bring more f- uh you know full frontal facial it's no different than <laughs> when you watch monday you watch monday night football or thursday night football or whatever they do the starting lineups it's got like the guys and like little and it says what yeah, college they like, went to yeah yeah the Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> but just do more, like, you don't even have Ohio to go State through that University. thing. Like, maybe do just more, like, uh, when somebody gets eliminated or something like that, or somebody should too, like, maybe put a, a quick graphic up of, like, the or players the, who they're just, Or the match whatever. starting, like, you know how Damage has their playing cards? It shows them, like, making a move. Mm-hmm. Have the, like, go sports. Have the match that's starting flash one team on the screen. Have, like, it divided in half. Top half. Little player, roster players yeah. would be cool. Player picture. 
bottom half, like flip it down. What if you did starting lineups? Then make moves so you can kind of see what they look like in their gear. Yeah. What if you did you know a starting I mean? lineup? That'd be kind of cool. Or that, that would what be if, sweet. What if, what, if, what if the coaches had to submit a starting submit a first point starting lineup to Go Sports so they could pop up a little? That's like, what I'm saying. Starting that lineup. would be cool. Some, or even a whole roster, and everybody fills out their name. Uh, a few things about themselves, maybe some statistics, yeah, and something for like Maddie and Todd Tom. and everybody to kind of talk about, right? Maybe while the point's going on, instead of yeah. there is enough you dead could do time, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. You know kill I mean? like Carl Markowski. He likes long walks on the beach, according to his player profile. Yeah, <laughs> according to the uh, sheet that he signed in right. with at the beginning of the event. No, but I, I, I like that. I think that, that would, would be cool. cool. I want to I mean, know what happened to Lauren Kelly's head. Remember she had. Instagram post with her that crazy it like scar, smoked with a softball or yeah. something. Like, yeah, but it know. said it happened at NXL Chicago. Mm. If she listens, she should tell us on the webcast yeah. too. It's like I know, obviously, if you get the webcast, you know paintball. But why not at the beginning, like years ago when I first started watching with my, you know, my wife would watch them with me, or like if we're having a party at the house on like a Saturday, I still have like the webcast on on my main TV. Like, mm-hmm. if you're here, it's my party. This is what we're watching. But why not have like a hey, this is paintball. This happens and this happens. You know, like give like a cheesy little rundown of that's it. That's what I was but saying. But just so people yeah. get the basics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You saw that ref throw that red flag. This means blah blah blah. blah. I think they should do that during the webcast at some time. Yeah. But then also have a booth designated to a couple screens or whatever explaining the game and just having some film something at the beginning of the year or whatever yeah. off season and explaining just the simple things of why this guy might be shooting here why there's a red flag what the penalties are um what the basis of the game is and that brings me to my point where i think i'm gonna have a booth at world cup hmm. doing live podcasts that'd be cool I don't know how I transferred to that, but I just thought of it, so I just wanted to say it. Well, it's your podcast. You can, you can do what you want. <laughs> so, yeah, fun. no, so I'm going to have a booth in the venue area at World Cup, and I'm going to I'm gonna do some live podcasts and maybe even, like, stream it live. I we don't have, We could have a play. cooler full of PBR. Yeah. I'm not playing, so you could, if you, you want to fly me it. down there. You, you can, can 100% fit in my bag. You could 100% fly yourself there and work it for free. <laughs> yeah. Fly no, out of to Come on by you PBR. Yeah. PBR supplied. Six pack of sixteen ouncer. Give you a six, six pack. pack of sixteen ounce. We'll do. Then. We'll do a twenty four pack. Nice yeah. per day. All right. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I feel like that's what we needed here. It would get really interesting. Pack. Sorry, I didn't know. I know. You I asked even... me what I wanted to drink, and I said I'll get beer. Oh, and I said like, okay. Yeah. I didn't think you like. I didn't think you guys would you drink it with drink. me. <laughs> no, or else I would have just dirty thirty of Bush Light. I got the trophy cans out. I'm down. God. Montrester made fun of me for that. It all gets you where you want to go. It's like, you drinking Bush Light right now? Like a moped? I was. I was like, yeah, I'm getting white girl wasted. (laughs) White girl wasted. (laughs) Pumpkin spice wasted. Dude, that's. I love the fact that you can just bring beer in, though. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, they they let you, which is kind of, I I mean, like in the state of Ohio, that's a gray area at least with like a liquor license. I don't know how they, I don't know how they handle it. Well, what is that park? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? If that park allows alcohol, it's probably just, Mm -hmm. it's probably fine. Because a lot of the disc or just golf courses that I play at, alcohol yeah. is fine. You can bring it. See, that's what made 10-man so exciting for some teams is that – Oh, that brings me to the, the next point. Speaking of 10-man, because people were obviously drinking at 10-man, right? They always yeah. do. Make it fun. I don't because I like to actually like – I don't either because I play – Not be sloppy when I'm playing or whatever. And I had to drive home. What and you had to drive home. If you don't drink when you're playing, what do you put in your pods? Paint. Oh. In the empty in the empty slots. Huh. <laughs> My guppies. Um. We were kind of talking about a little bit, like when when do you draw the line? 
uh, how many pros go on a 10-man team. Yeah. Right? And then you get these teams that are going out there that are divisional. Right. That are in there to compete and to have fun. Mm-hmm. But they're playing against all these teams that they are pro-stacked that they know are not going to you know do well against. They're not going to be. Yeah. Are those teams still going to stick around even though they're competing against all these pro teams that eventually – you know, and it doesn't happen. You're going to force them out. And, and, and on Sunday – you get you get teams that are playing with maybe some pro players, but then as Sunday progresses, they get knocked, they get knocked out. They come over, they play ten man, yeah. And now the team's even stronger than it's what it ten was. Pros. And now you have right. six pros on a team playing against you know, you know, whatever. A bunch of D five beginner guys that want to play ten man for the format. And I understand. So they have enough teams at World Cup. Usually they'll, they'll have an open, and then they'll have an amateur, which amateur yep. is no pro, semi pro, and under. And, the, and that's all fine and dandy, but at the rest of these events, you had 12. One of them had nine teams, bag. 14 yeah. teams, 12 teams. But there's teams out there with D5 and beginner-ranked guys. Like, they want to have fun. They want to play. But I think it should be four pros. How discouraging four. is it to look at it and you're like, oh, you're going to play these guys. It's all pros on the roster. I understand it's it's open. But what we were told in 2016 at Chicago was it was four pros. Yep. It was the rule. Even mm-hmm. though they call it open. Four pros. And we're not yeah. saying that's the reason why we lost. No, because I don't give a shit. I will play. So Jeremy Stallman had a team. It was it was half trade my gun guys, half Houston Heat guys. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. I will play those ten pros all day long. Like that, I mean, I had a, we had a good team. Yeah. Like, but he brought up care. that point of where like, I, and I thought about it. I was like, but what, fuck, if you're, yeah. what if you're what if you're a divisional team, Brandon's like, crew, or or even even Fargus and those guys? Like, I, I mean, they're they're gonna get run like, through by. And obviously, they're having yeah. fun, but. You, I mean, I could tell that Fargus was getting frustrated. He was getting real frustrated. Just because, you know, some guys can't make the moves on his team like some of the guys that they're playing against. But yeah. on the flip side, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Right. How cool did it feel when you shot Dynasty with the Titman? Oh, fucking sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, at the same time, it also gives those divisional guys maybe their only shot to play against pros. So are you saying they're not in it to win it? Correct. They're not playing to win, then. What's the majority They're of 10 They're in it for the experience. They're spending a the ton of money, of then, though. 10-man guys, though, a lot of them are going there. Like you just said, they're drinking beer in the pits. They're having a good time with their buddies. So if you're out there... At least the noisy ones, I'm assuming. Right. With your throw-together squad, and you take out... The sad thing Four is you can 10? actually like make you could you could actually potentially make money playing 10-man because they'll give you $2,500 for first place. Right. But I'm just know. saying, I don't know. Maybe they don't view it as that. Yeah, you know they're not like all it's right, like guys it's we're pulling like our money Bush League. and we're gonna go yeah. there and then all the way home we're just gonna we're going to Sizzler, yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean? I mean I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think because, it, because I think it might be cool on because that. now you don't Flipside. you don't play pros anymore, right? You know, yeah. besides that ten man. besides ten man, so it's like you you might not know that the dude on the opposite side of the field was like oh shit, Carl's over there, like how cool would it be if like my ball is the one that finds him? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a different way to look at it, but I agree. Yeah, that's I mean, good. I mean, you put it that because way. Because the ten man games that I watched, there wasn't really a whole lot of shit stomping. Yeah, there was a lot like, of upsets and a dude, lot. We got of beat crazy... by Destiny, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Special was on the team, but at the same time, dude, I saw yeah, I got I, after I got we shot, got, which we got was a quick, major minor right in a row. <clears throat> yeah, I got, five, I got shot four quick, bodies, and they had uh, the girls that were on that team were pushing down the field, man. Right, they're pushing yeah. in the middle of the field and making shit happen. That one chick was in the wind too, and I shot her right in the top of the head. I mean, you didn't have to say that. that. You just say she was. That was not nice. (laughs) Somebody called it. They're like, they're like, Mark, right in front of you. And I'm like, all right. I just like peeped through the window, and I could see her shooting out to the. I could see the top of her head shooting out to the rear. So I was just like, yeah, like I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) sorry, not sorry. Play for keeps. I did apologize. There was one, and it's the first time I've 
I apologize to somebody on the field, on the pro field. On the pro field. It was against Dynasty. And you know, you remember when Tyler Harmon came through and I was in the little wing and he ran through past the X and into (laughs) our wing. And he like, he like kind of fell and slid in. And I was just like, like right into his side, like from this close, like this far away. And uh, I played for keeps. I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I was like, I apologize right when he walked because I knew that had it because because he was walking off like I watched from the pits and he just comes he comes flying through there and I see you turn and he's laying on the ground next to your bunker and then he gets up holding like his spleen (laughs) yeah and I'm like oh I know it just happened (laughs) pee and blood I was like Carl just gave him like the like the triple tap that wasn't the worst one though he's ever had you know no yeah it's paintball if you don't like it the fact that you apologize is nice. I apologize to a ref in Lang City. I shot the shit out of a ref. If Bruno probably heard that, I'd apologize to him and be like, you fucking pussy. That's true. He would have, yeah. Stop being a... Yeah. Get back out there. I don't take, know. That's just me. Get back out there and take your gear off. <laughs> we first got there on Saturday. I was like, I was like, man, I want to see Carl before he plays. So I like walked around the area you don't walk around because you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know they're going to be down here. I'll just say something through like the little mesh screen they had up. Yeah. And I walked up and Bruno was just screaming at me. I was like, I'll say something from the other side. <laughs> I won't interrupt this. Yeah. It's like, Carl, I don't care what you have to say right now. And I was like, oh, oh. Him and I get along pretty good, though. We we have a pretty good understanding of yeah. how each other think. He's a cool dude. He is. He is. He gets a bad rap. But, I mean, he knows he knows the game. I think he just oh, yeah. He comes off like he doesn't. There's Pat- nothing wrong with being sense. intense. but Passionate. He, yeah. You got to, I mean, what was it? Serrated? Yeah, like, sometimes he gets he gets, he becomes a little serrated sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we we've started describing people as serrated. That's a good term. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, I get, I mean I could see that. And it's not a cut piece of paper. It's more of like a like, like a, a torn yeah, piece torn, of paper, like a torn it's, cut. Yeah, that yeah. camera better not be live. Get it the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's it's totally guy, live. It's fucking ABC Seven out of Chicago. It's not even the Ghost Coast. <laughs> oh guys. He's yeah, like, get the so fuck out of my face. And then, and then, no, no. To make it better, he's sitting in the hotel <laughs> room, the news, wondering why. Why does Carl get so much FaceTime on the fucking news? I don't know, Bruno. You turn around and stuck your fucking face in the camera and said, "Get that fucking thing out of my face." <laughs> it's the all right. So it's, it's the, a family show. <laughs> it's the news, like it's the ABC News or whatever it was for Chicago. It was ABC down there. Seven. It's yeah. the main news channel <laughs> to like just play what the hell is going on and he's like filming rob comes over and shows me like the game plan as i'm getting interviewed and rob shows me the game plans and the dude starts filming it and bruno's like who the fuck is that like so they fucking live it's, the it's like is that live like no bruno it's the news dude nobody's seeing this right now the only thing that could have made that better is if there was some little reporter lady out there we're gonna go live with aftershock coach mike bruno <laughs> Get that Get that the yeah uh, back then, to you ted yeah, to, make it, to make it better is the fact that he was complaining in the hotel later about how he didn't get on television yeah. <laughs> like dude i was asked i'm like I don't they know asked carl they were like i don't know this guy'd probably stand here and talk we'll let him know and i was get that fucking thing out of my face <laughs> that's awesome oh my god it was hilarious dude why didn't I get put on television? Well, good. the f bomb. It's not. A, it's a family show. And <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It was a good weekend. It was. A, it was a really good weekend. I mean, I, I, we were talking about it too. Like the players parties that used to happen. Yeah. Like I miss those. Like just it's like a World Cup thing. Of, I mean, I think like yeah, just World yeah. Cup it and you go down to Old Town. Like Old Town's a spot. You know, you see people like your paintball players and everything are right there. Yeah. Because I mean, the venue is nice and close, but. 
I don't know though. That's the, that's the weird thing. It's like growing up when I was there, like walking around. You know, like when I was a little kid, I went to 2002. I think it was Chicago. Mm-hmm. I watched to watch Kim, her kids. Like I, oh she's yeah, like, she's yeah, like, I'll right. take you. You watch Corey and Colin. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> the twins. But it's like you. I was there, and I was like. You know, I'd see like Lasoya or like Rocky Cagnoni mm-hmm. or any <laughs> any of those dudes like walk by because you know you watch Push, yeah, and that was Avalanche, and it was awesome to see those people. But now it's like I feel like when there's a paintball video that comes out, it's like dubstep and like Stupid. scenes smashed together. Mm-hmm. There's no like telling the story that Push told. The slow mo is cool though. Yeah, the slow mo's are. Cool. Everybody's trying to put out a ten minute video to put on YouTube. But now it's like. You know, you're not really. That's why I like stuff like the roster. Mm-hmm. It's like you're building up that story, you know. But I mean, I don't know. It was just different back then. It's like now, the players are almost just obligated to make a showing to do a signing, and then they disappear. Mm-hmm. It was like back then they had their tent, and you could come up to them, you know, yeah. like in between games and stuff, and it was cool. But I was like super hard like fanboy, you know. Like, See, but I I like love paintball. Yeah, we yeah. loved it. Like I would get home from school and I would put push vhs in mm-hmm. like a vhs you know and the videos like now have basically i think went from the videography goes from its highlights and people yeah. shooting for the companies to use in like highlights, emotional material slow-mo. right but then if you look in if you look like that the video for who you dan napoli did the edmonton the impact video didn't he the impact series no yeah. that was uh um, who did that impact one that was cena did? Oh, okay. That was so Cena. That was the. But that he was actually he just filmed one for um, for San Antonio X Factor. That's gonna be. It's not the roster, but it's gonna be like. And the one that they just released for the, the Russian series, Legion. Yeah. That one was awesome too. Did was that? That's Kakuza. Nick Kakuza did that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick Nick does awesome videos. He did the highlight video for Level Up and. When you can put a story behind it, and it's not just. It's, it's got not narration. just so repetitive it's where it's like it's talk. okay, these guys are running and shooting slow motion. You can see balls flying in the air. Sweet for highlights, but like I like I like knowing a little bit of the struggle. Almost, and that's what you got. Like that rush to me, Nick's. You get characters out of it. Awesome. Have you seen it? Mm -mm. He's got like there's like it's like a 20 minute Russian Legion documentary about kind of like the rise of Russian Legion and then the downfall and like the guys sticking there like like Kirill and you know sticking around and making like bringing it back to where it is today. You know, ending in. You know, essentially, in Atlantic City was when the like the last clips were from because he put it out after Chicago. But mm. it, I mean, it's narrated like it's a yeah. documentary. See, that's sweet. But it's, it's funny because it I say this, and like even though the push era, like Lasoya has that clip where he's walking from one of the games and he's talking to some kid that has no idea who he mm-hmm. is. I don't know. Maybe that's just the inevitable struggle of. I love do I love doing that shit, dude. I love I like seeing those old. I love when people too. come up to me oh, yeah, and talk sweet. to me like just in between games. Oh, yeah. say, hey, I love the podcast. Hey, man, I, I right. love that movie you did that last game yeah. and everything. It's like it's awesome. I love it. It makes me it, it makes me feel like all of this shit that I do of the fucking struggle and the and and on the time and the effort that I'm putting into right. it's not going to waste. Yeah. Not, it's it's that's why this is great. Like that it's it's like yeah it's like being pro means something right you know what I mean yeah if this was just my podcast right now we'd still have fun <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah it'd yeah. still be a great time right yeah. now but it's like the Cody on podcast the, yeah the yeah, Cody on the Cody on yeah but it just doesn't it doesn't hold anything it's Maybe not mark. it's not worth anything I feel like you backing it is worth something and it has more relevance we talked about this it has more does it have more relevance because you're a pro player. 
I think so. I think so too. I think so too. But then again, Maddie is still like I would I would still listen to his podcast because he he has experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah that yeah. that holds something. Well, I, mean, I said that and exact he has an awesome thing today. He's a good conversationalist. Like oh, I, yeah. said right? be, like, I said it, it would still be relevant if like say you were a commentator for Go Sports full time but didn't play anymore. The podcast would still be relevant because right. you're around you ha- you have yeah. to be around the game you have to yeah. be current events otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to run out of yeah. things to talk about. Honestly, you know? I would love to do after I'm done playing, which whenever that is, mm-hmm. I yeah. would love to do that. I would love to be able to stay in the game, commentate yeah. Be a part of that whole experience. Work in the industry. And yeah, work in the and still Anything. be able to do this on right. the side and I just, think you'd be great at it. I would love to do that. Yeah. You're the lovable idiot. I mean, look well, at your Instagram you know. videos. Yeah. <laughs> three thousand hashtag three thousand. No, for real, but I mean you can't have some stagnant person up there talking about it. It's not good no. for anything. It's right. not I mean, good for the support. So watch yeah. the Millennium webcast. They're I'm like pretty dry. If somebody would buy me a ticket, I could make that in a 30 pack i can make this an entertaining webcast yeah that's why and that's why i love it that maddie's up there and like ty martinez because you go back and you think about like who were the goofballs from push Mm -hmm. remember ty martinez is putting his headband on in the mirror oh yeah and he starts like they did like 10 like 10 episodes of the of the dirt or short bus oh yeah mm-hmm. but that shit's funny as oh, hell yeah, all they're doing is making fun of a funny. bunch of retards falling around and the thing <laughs> the best part about it was that they didn't make fun of they didn't just make fun of the d5 guy double knee slide into the doritos they Dude, made fun of the pros too. i it have matter i think i have a good like five appearances in the short bus you got for sure oh, if you, they were you still doing on, it you would have another one after chicago <laughs> yeah yeah oh, you yeah. got put on blast by like the nxl like monday's coming at you like Karl markowski and you're face planting over the <laughs> snake beam i didn't face plant i landed safely the snake wasn't rigid <laughs> enough <laughs> why can't you jump over it i don't know that's you gotta make it fun, man. It's awesome. It's gotta be a great fun. job. It has to be yeah. fun. You have to have fun because if you're not having fun, it's a waste of time. Why would you do it if you didn't yeah. have fun? Right. Why would we go to? Why would I go to Orlando for five days? You know, in forty-three days, basically now, if it wasn't fun, like yeah. that's an enjoyable time. Yeah, that's the. If, if somebody wanted to make the claim of like it's it's a vacation, it's a party, it's social. Like, World Cup is the most. I think partyish, socialist event because it's you, you you if you're divisional, you're there an extra day. Like it runs through the you know it runs yeah. through the weekend. If well, you don't make it out, of World, World Cup, Cup, you know, there's tons of teams. You know, it'll be fine as long as Tom Cole listens and they put in a player entrance, which we had on Friday at Chicago. There was a small little gate. If you have security at both pits, it should not matter how I get into the event. I don't want to walk through the vendor area to get to my games. I'll come back and I'll go look at the vendor area later. Dude, this might be like a paintball sin, but do you change? The name of World Cup just because soccer championships is called World Cup? No. Do you change the name of the NXL? I think you were going to there. make to talk about to, to make it more appealing. Like when I say, what, all right, what, when you go to one of your family members and you say, "Well, the NXL is doing this," and they have no fucking idea what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But if you say like the NPPL or the NPL or the National Paintball League or something like that, like. Mm-hmm. Does that make more sense to you than the National X-Ball League? Yes. I I personally had no idea why they would go back to the NXL. Is it just because it's familiar? Yeah. Or? Easy, quick, brandable. I feel like paintball should be in the fucking name. So when when you go, like, I think their website is playnxl.com. Like, 
but they have so much shit that's NXL now that they printed out they do all the stuff but changing the name it's is easy probably to way out of the question it's got a great question. little simple logo I mean it's easy to market but why not have paintball like it's not even an X anymore an X is not on the field anymore dude paintball the- is like it's like the most recognizable thing to me if I'm talking about paintball remember the hood the hoodies I got made for Warzone it said Warzone oh, yeah, paint yeah. games on the front yep. and then on the back bold letters play paint ball mm-hmm and then it said sweetopaintball.net or whatever underneath. But yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I did that because I, somebody could be walking 40, 50 feet in front of me in the mall, and I'll see that. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, shit. You know, there's one of my hoodies or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, like, I gave it to my sister-in-laws because they went to Whitmer. They were in, like, high school. Yeah. So I got, I made those them all one. And they said that people were stopping them in the hallway and, like, writing down the ToledoPaintball.net or whatever, putting yeah. it in their phone. It's like, yeah, why wouldn't you have that in the name? Like the NXL had a shirt that had their giant logo on the front. Then on the back it said Professional Paintball, I think is what it said. Yeah. Like, watch, we, I thought we, that we was about cool. the, the branding on the, the marketing on the banners, though. Like, watch Paintball for free or something. It was kind of like, it was kind of cheesy, whatever they had hanging mm-hmm. up on the gate there. Remember, you made a comment but about But you can't it. just make the entrance. Like, I don't know the logistics of it. I don't know how much money is being spent on it. But you, I, I feel like, but are you, are you trying to attract, is your whole goal fucking being there, trying to attract people that are not playing the game, not traveling to be there? Are you I mean, attracting those people? We're all for or, go the sport, grow the sport, right? Like everybody's all about that. Let's make the sport bigger and everything. But hashtag. Is, the, is hashtag grow the sport. But is the NXL national event the place that you're going to get someone to you're going to grow the sport really no. they're not coming there and going dad let's go check this out and then all of a sudden they're not going to be an NXL player next week right you know it, that, that's not where you grow the sport you know where you grow the sport what like Dave Pando's doing in Columbus but I'll tell He's you what non-stop people to play who have never played before that dude's awesome as soon as I saw like I like that page level up that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about right yeah. yeah I think I'm talk to you about it or whatever yeah. i was like this dude's videos like they're they're simple yeah. they're catchy it's like mm-hmm. his graphics he's, he's doing he's, it dave's a marketing know? guy like yeah. that's all there's to it like he's marketing he's marketing it well but his target is 100 like i'm not i'm not gonna say like he doesn't care about us like whatever like expo is great you gotta have expo players you gotta have that at your field like because that's what a niche group of players want but watch his facebook page every day of the week Birthday parties. But, Birthday parties. But what yeah, party? What what School turned you over is. to the tournament side? Like you played paintball, obviously for the first time, and it was like when I played in the woods, I just you know it was kind of competitive, but you were in the woods. It wasn't like a tournament style. When you played, like what what took you over to the tournament side of paintball? Competitive nature. Like that was it, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you played sports in high school? No, because I I don't know. That's what's so weird. <laughs> you just have it's a competitive like, I, nature. I, Mine was yeah, dude. I'm want to win. Like I yeah. legit. I think there's something wrong with me. Like we'll play. Like we had a work party on Friday. Started at noon. We played cornhole, like majority of the time. But we went undefeated. We lost one game. Beat them in the rubber match. But it's like when I wasn't playing cornhole, I was throwing bags mm-hmm. at the board. But there's just something weird about me, so I, yeah. I don't want to. No, I do. I feel the same way, man. No, I feel the same way. But it's like everything I, I do, I want to. That's why I don't play paintball right now, because if I play paintball, I don't want to. It's not just like a oh yeah, you, just don't, you don't want to be a weekend warrior. Yeah, yeah. I want to play and I want to get better. I want to snap shoot in my side yard and. You know, I just don't have time for it. I want to play. You become obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's oh, like yeah. it's not, it's not, it's it it's almost like an oxymoron, but like. 
you you say like well i don't just play for fun like i play because it's fun and i enjoy it right but i also play because i want to shoot a lot of people and i want to win yeah you want to be good mm-hmm. yeah and like so that that is winning is the fun part yeah like that's the ultimate goal like, so I how enjoy many playing. so how many in the birthday parties are going into it like let's say the the hockey the fucking youth hockey team goes into it how many of those kids half of them are excited the other half are scared shitless scared. okay but and after, then by the end, the end of it the they're day. all like oh my god this is but, sweet mom and dad right. take me back what's the percentage of them possibly instead of going back and playing rec ball they look over to the tournament side and see the tournament scene of what oh what are these air bunkers what's this how many of them go do that prime, exa- prime example maybe. little well, how about five percent prime example little colt down a level up mm-hmm. he comes out there and he can play his dad can let him play with the rec ballers over there and he looks at them and he's like eh and then he sees the x-ball guys playing yeah. with the super every, i mean everybody's got sweet guns now it's not like man that guy's got an angel everybody's right. got sweet guns yeah doesn't matter we're saying it's based and on the individual for the most he part. looks right. over there 10 years old he looks over there and goes i want to play with those guys yeah, yeah. and he just like that kid's a badass true yeah. right yeah. dude he's gonna play pro 100 percent. he's Colton Dull. I wish I wish I lived closer 100%. to Columbus so that I could work with him. Going to play pro because he's already like, dude. His, he has his, the idea of the form, fundamentals down. His fundamentals, and the form, and everything. He's ten kids, ten years old. Yeah. He will run and gun. He will get in there like have his gun up like in good form. Like yeah. snap at people. Mm-hmm. Like shoot his gun. Like he's not scared. He really doesn't. I mean, a couple times a little timid on the whole getting shot thing, whatever. But he yeah, does really not old. care. But then like after the game, he's, he's like, in super quiet. Yeah, he's like he's not this crazy like yeah. outgoing like little kid. I don't know him that well, but yeah. like we like we of... let him spend some points with us like during we'll be practicing. We'll be like yeah, hop on and play with us. He loves it. Yeah, yeah. That kid is in. But I think heaven. it's based. I think it's based on the player though. It's because you know, how many other ten year olds go out there and not be scared? Right. He's having parental support doesn't hurt. That have, uh, yeah, obviously yeah. not. Like I'm grateful. Like when I first started playing, like my parents helped me out. Like it was like oh yeah, you're gonna go with your grandma and grandpa. Like I went with my grandpa and my cousin. It's like here's some money. I get you got a 500 count bag of paint. You thought you were king shit. You oh, know? Right nowadays you're like, oh that's got a broken ball in it. You really? throw it in the trash can. Don't you give go a to shit. Toledo Indoor and work for paint on Tuesday nights. Just yeah, breaking your back when you're like 13 years old. <laughs> my mom's know? wondering why I'm not bringing home any money. Right, like just barely enough to put in my gas tank to go back to work. But yeah. I'm- writing off paint <laughs> but i think it's like either you get it like you got it or you don't i don't know i don't think it's yeah. something that really can be like sold to kids like yeah it's sweet they're like okay i can do that or i can go home and do it on my video game mm-hmm. but it's like i feel like there's those my nephew logan the oldest one that was down there with me yeah he's 17 now but the first time i brought him out to warzone to play he wanted to play on the speedball field. Right. Like, that's what he wanted to do. You can see the whole field. You can see where you're shooting at. Like, and then we went and played 50 Cal at Hell Survivors for my seven-year-old nephew's birthday party, my brother's son. And uh, so it was me, Logan, Brendan, Nolan, and my brother. We went and played, and, like, I wasn't taking it easy. Like, <laughs> no. the, the only, the only way this is fun is if you're shooting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't help it that our opposing team was similar – people that we'd play in 50 cal yeah. you know so i the shoot, first thing shoot. i asked the ref i was like is there a surrender rule and he's like well and i was like it's all i need to hear <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're like we're running up the field you know and like my ne- my nephew logan's super super soft spoken and we're playing their fortress it's like a 40 by 40 fort mm-hmm. and you start out opposing walls and 
the ref was like, all right, I'm just going to say go. And then and I was like, okay. So I have my left hand on the wall. I'm facing the opposing team, the other wall. So it's like they're starting opposite of us. I'm shooting down the side wall. So <laughs> I have my left hand on the wall, and I have my right hand on my gun ready to snap out. So he says go, and I lean out, and it's just a funnel of seven people walking to get in the front door of this building, which was down. The, so I'm just pink, 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 pink. But anyways, we, we got done with that game. <laughs> and then it's quickly. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, we'll turn it around since that was like 30 seconds, you know? So we turn it around and I, I say my nephew's soft spoken because I'm playing that same exact thing, but I put these two little girls in front of me and I'm like, He's going to say you go. You push them as a human shield. No. Oh. <laughs> I put that, I like explain to them, like, he's going to say go and people are just going to start walking at you. Just pull your trigger and point your gun at them. Yeah. So I like have my gun out over top of these girls' heads. And I'm like shooting over them and they're just like laying in people that are coming out. Yeah. It was sweet. But some guy had already been in the building and he's running, he runs up, puts his gun through the window. He's using strategery. He's using strategery. Strategery. But my nephew shoots him. Like, my nephew Logan's got my back. Like, he was watching. I had no idea because I'm just, you know, trying to get these little girls to shoot people. Yeah. And my nephew Logan, he's like, hey, you know, how you doing? Like, super quiet. Like, mm-hmm. super polite kid. And get he, the fuck out! He shoots this dude, and this guy ducks down. He's like, get out, ref! Get in there! Get out! He like, I was like, Logan, you're a man! Like, I had no idea, you know, but it was sweet. So, like, after that, I was just like, we need to... You know, I, I mm-hmm. want to start playing again. I want to play with my nephews coming up. Like, that'd be fun. Like, go to beginner tournaments with, like, a little three-man squad of just me and, like, two of my nephews. And yeah. who cares how we do? It's going to be a blast. Like, we're going to talk about it for, you know, until I'm gone. Yeah. Probably. Did they want to play more after they went to the Chicago event? Oh, yeah. 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 My, well, my one nephew's nine, so he's not going to be able to play anything other than 50 cal. Yeah. But he's like, I'm ready for 68, you know, like, talking about mm-hmm. it and stuff. And Logan, he's down. He's... Yeah, he wanted me to go up and play with him last week, and he went up to Future Ball and played. Like, nice, dude. Yeah, with him and his friend. And I'm like, dude, I'm there any other weekend, so that's why I'm actually going to look for, like, an, a gun to get and stuff. That's and, what we're missing here, man. I, like, right, him and I go constantly back and forth, like, dude, we should open up a field. Yeah. Like, just thinking about it, and then we're – It's necessary. We think, like, we think about the, you know, the financial side of it, and if it's possible, if it's, if it's worth it, why hasn't any other field really – Broken right. out, but but I don't feel like they've been run accurately. We're not talking or... about that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but you, but you know what we're talking about. But Fun I, again, we're inflatable talk, park. We're but we're 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 missing. We that are. Thing. And, and Toledo is oh, yeah. such a intersection yeah, of yeah. everything. Dude, human trafficking is huge because we got seventy five. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So here's, so, a, here's a prime example. If you look at you look at the Ohio State Ohio State University and the number of students. That's that's who like Pando is targeting. Those kids and the high school kids. Like Columbus got a lot smart. of people, right? Yeah. But between University of Toledo and Bowling Green and Toledo as a whole and like just Northwest Ohio as a whole, there's equal amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, maybe not. Cause you get outside of Columbus. What do you got? But there's a lot you of, you know people. what I mean? Yeah. And now they, could, we don't have to do an indoor. No, we don't have to do an indoor. Do, do indoors a, in the Midwest. They're just do a tournament field, obviously try and draw some teams yeah. in because it could be worth it. If you make the field worth it. Yeah. Right. For, for turn for the tournament side, but you obviously have to make some sick, ass rec ball yes. fields if it's just on grass the the x-ball field is cheap you buy the you Correct. buy the field it's cheap make yeah. up some kind of pole system turf it's a lot more expensive yeah but everybody that's the everybody wants the turf because i like grass is, why why do you want i love grass okay it's so, so i like the me. turf because you can't you don't tear it up if you want to play in february when you got a nice day or 
DZ ran into that. They played on like in the middle of the winter on a nice day and wrecked the grass, and then it was just had a bunch of bald spots. Yeah, you, know you fix that. Change Don't the field it. layup. Change yeah. the field layup. The, yeah. the can't turf, be lazy. The turf yeah. plays so nice. It does when it's done upright. The other thing I like about the turf is if you have a rainy kind of shitty day, it's just wet. It's not muddy. Yeah, but it wouldn't be muddy if you change the field layout. I think if you change the field layout, if you put bunkers in different spots, you're not going to wear through the grass as fast. But then it's like, obviously, and that goes back to the, well, should we just release the field layout the week before or whatever? Fuck so, no. Don't release you know, it at all. Fuck it's no. Like, for Thursday. It comes Thursday. out. Yeah. Release it Thursday. The, the event opens at, they have a schedule, right? The event opens at noon Thursday. Yeah. The gates open for field walking. That's it. That'd be sweet. But, but do they do they release what three layouts that it could possibly no, be? <laughs> no. So here's no no here's my here's my and thought. then release the one on Thursday or or not release any None fucking layout at all and then you get so my surprised. thought my thought was beginning of the year I said five or six you have five events release six layouts at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then pick through them every event. So when you come down to World Cup, so you're there's two down layouts. Your, your odds at the it end. could possibly you can practice both layouts of the World Cup mm. event, but you don't know which one it's going to be when you get there. I like the just okay. let it let her loose Thursday. Let her ride. Yeah, let or, show up. And... Yeah, I think you let loose, but you got you have to make sure it's secure. Who makes and that's the, the fields? Problem. I don't even know who I makes the know. fields. Some are stupid as hell. But I just think I don't know it. it... Tom Cole's dog makes them. <sighs> it's just it's it's it's. He wasn't there this event. It's so much more like, you know, who's the better player. And, and it's not so much who can get all the repetitions in right. before the tournament. I think it really, you develop it really shows. Yeah. It shows what team yeah. is better. Yeah. Not which team has the highest practice paint budget. Right. Or who did higher. that? Where, when did that start? It used to be three weeks. That's silly. They used to release it three weeks before. That was the worst part about working at Warzone is like that field layout would come out. So we'd stay after on like Friday night and set it up. It's yeah. like, why? Because teams wanted to play it. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. That'd be cool. I, I'm all for it. Honestly, I would love to see a World Cup curveball. And nope, layout's coming out. Day That'd be night. cool. I remember in 2007 or 8 when the pros got a different layout on Saturday, Sunday. They switched. They had two layouts. Yeah. Yeah. I think just. I think two layouts would be fun. But, do, I mean, for a logistics side, do they, you know, because once you change one layout, or you don't release a layout, you have to have a crew of people putting up all eight. the entire fields yeah. that day. So it was eight, nine, nine, ten fields would have to get done. In a day. Yeah. Correctly. In one day. Or or set them up. And then put a sniper post up. And then with set, night yeah, vision. I mean, you can and watch out. If obviously. you try to cheat, you get yeah. shot. You yeah. Know, that's, set, that's set them up and then deflate them. If they're laying on the ground, even if you kind of peek in from somewhere, you can't really see what's going down. Okay, so how long does it take to set up all the fields? Like, obviously... It takes a while because I feel like send every a crew, time this year we've changed it at level like, up. Send a crew out there to put up all the nets, all that stuff. And then day of... I mean, could you do it the day of? Set up bunkers yeah, on each if the, field? If the field is gridded properly and squared up and you have the marks laid out, like the hash marks, it's not hard to set a field up. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Let it go. Let it ride. Let it fly. Ride or collide. I think it's the best Batman. I think I think I think the less prep that you can do. Make sure you develop as a team at the event. You have to figure out the field at the event. Fuck man. I've been flying in on Thursday nights for a few years now. 
just because right. I can't get that much time off. I get yeah. in. I'm gonna get. I would be if if they did that. I'd be gypped. Like I'm gonna get to Orlando at 11:15 p.m. Yeah. On th- on Wednesday for me, and I gotta play Thursday morning. If I don't have to play Thursday morning, it's great because then you could get get there and watch games and watch the webcast and see what's going down. What are other people doing? Like why are they doing this? If they're doing, if the pros are doing it, probably. Do working. people even walk fields now? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I still walk yeah. them. Yeah. Or you get the you get the book the Thursday practice. Everybody, yeah, mm. everybody gets there on Thursday. They practice the actual field, which mm. personally I don't like because I think it's just I think it's too close to when you actually play to possibly get injured yeah. and just fuck yourself up. Plus you don't have the time, like you said. Yeah, you're a blue collar baller. Blue collar baller. Totally, totally. 100%. So it's like I don't get to practices. I don't get to walk the field like right. I used to. So. You know, if it can be where they don't release the layout, I think it should be anyway. I think paintball, paintball is all about not fucking knowing and figuring it out, right? Yeah. When you're on the paintball field, you figure out where everybody is. You know, you you only have a limited amount of paint on you. At the time, it's how much you can fucking take out there. But you figure it out as you go. Every, every game is different for the most part. There's so many variables. And mm-hmm. I think this would be, you know, such a huge thing of where you can you can cut out the prep the the i mean it's not like a fucking football field or anything like that are we starting our own league right now right now well you know what i hate is i hate that if you watch on the pro field friday people take more chances saturday a little less chances sunday straight up pocket play you got dudes that should are supposed to be straight up front players going out there with 10 pods on their back crossing it up playing in the pockets monotonous what about this boring and stupid what about this Friday, you start with four pods. Oh, Jesus. Saturday, three, three pods. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, two, two pods. pods. Yeah. <laughs> if you make it a Sunday, just your arm. You don't even get a gun. Rain, yeah. Rain delay, Monday, one pod. <laughs> one pod. Mother Good Nature says, fuck you. One ball and a blowgun. Uh, well, fuck, guys. That's two hours. Oh, yeah, man. we didn't talk about anything we wanted to talk about. <laughs> we no, we, much, we, we got we the whole did. list. Yeah, yeah, we kind of ran through everything. and uh, did a good job. Side track. I think it was good. It was fun. I had fun regardless. Yeah, absolutely. And turn these mics off we didn't talk about the we didn't talk about carbon. <laughs> Keep gear. talking. I don't know, I think we should do this more often. We hit carbon. Carbon had a good nice boost set up yeah. in Chicago. Realize, I'll talk I'll talk a little bit about them in the ads and whatnot. You realize oh, we're the only okay. three that are gonna listen to this podcast in its entirety, probably. Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. Two listens, that's all you need. I can say that I did I used the carbon SC four by three pack at Chicago and I loved it. Works great. I never used a slip fit style pot pack before. I walked into their booth. And it works real good. I'm using GI's version. That's, that's really nice. Talked to the guy. Saw the little setup. I liked it. it was, yeah. It was cool looking. They make awesome stuff. It's it really was one cool. of the more memorable booths, even though it was like sleek and modern, like not a bunch of flashy Simple, shit, right? That's yeah. what they're all about. But it got yeah. the point across. I liked it. And the dude was cool as hell. A lot of people complain about how expensive it is, but it's, it's all high quality shit. I mean, I went to the HK booth. I thought I was going to have epileptic shock. <laughs> yeah. Contact buzz. All the colors and. I don't know. It was just like. I thought we were going to legit walk into the vendor area and, and like. Ooh and ah. You know what I mean? But yeah. there was like. There was no ooing and aahing. Do you think they go a little over top with the. I mean, I feel like that girl tries her best, but like the little MC, the MC girl up there like yelling and screaming, give it up for your. But what's her job description? Like, Like, keep people interested in, like, what is going on? Carl and I totally hijacked Boards 3. 
<laughs> Carl and I are like, let's go play cornhole. Apparently, they were having a fucking cornhole tournament. She's like, who's playing on three? And we're like, this is three. We are. <laughs> That's all. Like, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, this we're is done. a tournament. We're playing. We're playing cornhole in the middle of their fucking That's tournament. <laughs> the underdogs in the finals. Uh, yeah. These no. guys came out of nowhere. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think we should do more of these. Yeah. We'll, I think, see, we'll see what the audience thinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's we should. Opinions. I think. I think just seeing you know the different opinions. And no. The, yeah, it's fun. I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not a player. Not not at that level. You know. People so. love these. But still, you watch it? the webcasts. You can at least yeah. get a gist yeah. of what's going on at the tournaments. So. I love them, dude. I love those webcasts. You have something to talk about. I wish they would like. I don't know if they are like beneficial or whatever, but I, I hope they are. Cause you can see, dude, Maddie, he just puts in work. You know. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what kind of viewers they get. I mean, I can obviously track it because you log in. I'd like to know, like, I'd like to see, like, viewer statistics. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I have, a, like, how many how many paid subscribers are there? I don't ever even cancel mine. Like, I'm sure people buy it and cancel it and buy it. I'm like, it's fucking right. $7.99. Yeah, I don't I don't the only time I realize it is the once a month that I get the little ding from PayPal that it paid mm-hmm. them. Like I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, what you got paid subscribers, but how many paid subscribers, how many viewers, like, right. people, you know, or people are actually watching this? Because there's not a lot of people, I mean, like, I don't feel like there's a lot of people coming to the event that aren't involved with the event somehow. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that Gaelic part too was like, I don't know. I feel like you don't. If there, there wasn't a lot of foot traffic in that park. No. Not at all. Like right. prior to the event or right now, like there's probably not a whole lot of people there. But that's fine. I mean, you can only have paintball at that caliber in so many locations you know they're, they I mean, will definitely go back to that gaelic park as long as they will allow them back i mean i think that was as soon as it's confirmed good. I'm, re- I'm reserving my little cabin back yeah. Dude. yeah parking was, was parking was good i mean other than if they would have never locked that gate behind the pro pits which was the great player entrance everybody could get in there like i was trying to tell carl i was like why does a pro want to go all the way through here doesn't if you're wondering what the where are you going, Carl? What the size limit was for getting through that gate? It was probably five ten, around two hundred and thirty pounds, because I could almost fit. But oh, you're talking the double, the double swinging <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. So there was another one down that was like a like a dugout kind of like gate, like it was a Mandor size, and it was right behind the pro pit, and they. It's like <laughs> the start of Austin Powers. Hey, look! It's a wiener, only smaller. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, there was a really there was a door there and you could get in, but like explaining to Carl, like the pros, why do they want to walk through the vendor area? When right. I come there to play my games, it's the same bitch I've had about every single event so far this season. Why do it's just I hope my mic is picking up this. It's so impressive. He's just draining his heart right long now. He is There's so much it. pressure. I mean, you I feel could like rip, it has to be blood at this point. Yeah, like, I don't know how you can fit you that could that much rip liquid. bark off a tree with that fire hose. <laughs> That's hilarious. Settle down. What a good way to end the when podcast. When Carl puts 32 ounces of Milwaukee's finest past <laughs> Blue Ribbon in his body. You know how you always shake it off? Sir, are you, are you, you dehydrated? There's always a pee spot in your boxers. Mm. Always. No matter how much you shake it off. That's why I wear, yeah. that's why I wear black boxers. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Can't tell. I just don't want to worry. All right, dude. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, we need some food. Let's wrap this up. You want to go to Moe's Taco Tuesday? Pizza? We'll something. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. It was awesome. Or thank you for me joining you guys. Huh. We're at your house. <laughs> we're in the playing on podcast time. studio. Dude, Anytime. I had a good I had a great time. We should definitely do this again. We'll, You're uh, killing it. Thank Very you. proud of you. Thank you. As a friend. Keep it up. I got into podcasts, like listening to them like two years ago. And it's like there's some of them that are done wrong. 
And, like, I've learned that over the past couple of years. Just from listening to them, you're like, well, like, I like it because I'm getting information from it. Like, I listen to a lot of fishing stuff. Like, anything I can gain information on on my hobbies. Like, if there's a podcast for it, I try to find it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I don't know. As soon as I thought about it, I was like, man, Carl would kill it. And you're doing a great job. I appreciate it, man. Hey, no and problem. That's, that's I all only, I want to do. I want to bring good content to you guys. I only give credit where credit is due. So you're such a nice guy. Don't cry. I'm, I'm not going to. Is, is it? What is that? I might. Is that but a not right now. It's probably urine leaving any other hole. <laughs> <Yeah. inside. laughs> it's his bladder trying to I vent upward. I do feel relieved as a motherfucker. Oh, I'm about to relieve myself when we close this bad boy down. No, they're great. Keep doing it. Thanks. Yeah. Proud of you. Good job. We do a hundred more. Love you guys. Love you. Love Bye. you. We'll see ya. Bye. Man, that was a good time. That was so awesome. Dude, I we could have probably went on for for a long time, for another couple hours at least, just telling paintball stories and getting everybody's opinions. Uh, but I, I had a blast, man, and I, I don't know the uh, the guys did. So maybe we'll just make that a little thing. Maybe I'll get uh, Cody and Mark down here. I know Mark and I will probably do one after World Cup as well, and I'll get him on here uh, you know, every once in a while. But maybe we'll make it a you know, three-man thing. Uh, you know, when we do the uh, the event podcast and get everybody's point of view. I thought that was really cool. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, so if you're listening out there, thank you, Cody. And uh, thank you, Mark, for sitting down with me. All right, guys. Uh, another big thank you to our sponsors, Dr. Paintball. Uh, if you head over to drpaintball.com, they are giving away a die M2. And make sure you enter. Free stuff is cool. So make sure you, uh, you get over there and get into that thing so in the uh thank you to also charm city paintball the maker of the slick headbands and head wraps that you see aftershock wearing and uh a lot of other guys out there wearing them now too so uh thank you to charm city also carbon paintball where if you type in capital t-p-o-p at checkout you will get 10 percent off your entire order thank you to carbon paintball and lastly planet eclipse for making the awesome paintball markers that you make. I appreciate it, especially the LVR and the LV series, but you know, you gotta give it to the CS1 too, man. Those things are nasty. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you again soon here on the Playing On Podcast. Peace! <laughs>